Yeah, dude. Cute. Welcome in, everyone. This is episode number 21 of the 1056 podcast, joined by my usual co-pilot in this flight called Life, Mr. Jeff. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm here. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, uh, I'm doing, I'm, I'm just good. That's good, man. Because I'm excited. <laughs> Me too. Because as of, can I just also say it, because as of recording this, yep. tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to Oktoberfest. Yep. So uh, we'll get right in the beginning here. Follow us on our Instagram at 1056podcast, 1056podcast. Uh, no live bit to open the episode, but we kind of did a live bit to like start the interview, which is going to be coming later today. So you probably see in the um, subject of the episode. Uh, we had a special guest on, the guys Corey and Sean, aka Goose, from Brandon Barrel. It was awesome. It was fun, and that was just the beginning of a really busy night for me. Uh, but they—it's uh, something we talked about, like we mentioned for a couple months. Finally, put the pieces together, and we got to sample some whiskey, some from Connecticut, some from other breweries. That's why I'll kind of leave it there. But it was really awesome, and um, that's actually. A little side business that they do. So it's a little um, whiskey tasting business. They'll go to parties and kind of go do, to your party. They can go to your party. Your are you party. Th- are you thinking of having a party? Yeah. I'm talking to the listener. Yeah, no, I'm thinking. Good. You be a well, part I'm of the listening listen- to you. Yeah, okay, I'm the listener. All right, good. Are you thinking about going to a party? Yeah. Did you just get an argument with your wife? Yeah. Get some whiskey <laughs> and learn how to drink it. Yeah. Call Brandon Barrel now. <laughs> just call. Just, just go on their website, though. Yeah, go to their website. Uh, I believe it's Brandon. All, all the information will be in the description. Yes, it will be. Uh, go to BrandonBarrelWhiskey.com. Um, so, yeah, they do um, a couple hours for like, their classes. Uh, you can fill out a contact form, and you kind of get the ball rolling there. If you just mention in the comments when you go to fill out the uh, contact form, mention that you heard us on 1056 Podcast. I believe it is 10... Ten percent. You could just ask me. I could see it from here. Couldn't tell if you could see it or not. I it's a ten percent off uh, your class if you mention us. And uh, honestly, aside from the ad read, uh, this is a really good service. It's something that I've done a couple times with Corey, and then of course with the episode. And it was awesome. It really changed the way that you have whiskey and try it, and you kind of take a step back and really take a little baby steps into drinking whiskey now i mentioned baby and drinking whiskey in the same sentence so that's how you know this intro is on fire when babies have toothaches you (laughs) you throw some whiskey on your finger the 19 early 1900s do they people still do that what are you talking about do they really yes no they don't yes they do people still that's not fucked they don't put the bottle to their face i know that you put it on your finger they're fine i get that but still it's just it's, I don't know. It's just a weird action. I mean, it. the idea of it can be weird. Yeah. The but idea of it is it, weird. They're not getting their babies drunk. That's They're like, here, pain. kid, you're in pain. Just like, I take the bottle of me. Keep drinking until you can't feel the pain anymore. Welcome to your adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's important to note that the interview that you're about to hear in yes. this episode yes, coming up. is us doing a tasting with them, but it's very it's a crash course. Yes. It's the one way we're doing it is super skimmed down. If you if you you'll learn a lot from it, but if you want to really dive deep into different types of whiskey, how to taste it, how to smell it the history of it, yeah. all of it from these two guys that are absolutely amazing. Um, 
then go sign up for their classes. Yeah, and they know their shit because we're thinking about um, getting a, a getting a crew together yeah. and signing up for one of their classes and doing it right. It's really good. Yeah. Um, so instead of getting the demo version. Yeah, and the demo version was really good. Oh, it was great. Um, and it was it was like you know a lot shorter. They said it's usually like three hours, and our interview is going to be like an hour. It's going to be cut down a bunch, but yeah. So it's about it was about an hour, and we did three whiskeys. So um, they'll really sit there and like have a conversation. If you have if you have guys that are into it, or girls that want to do it, um, it is uh, it is intense. I mean, it is intensive and it is comprehensive, and it was really cool to kind of not intense like you're going to be drinking a lot. No, 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 no. Yeah, Only it's like intense in the way. <laughs> Like that, you are gonna get a deep. You, you go in getting ready to care about whiskey. Yeah, because if you're just in there to be like, this would be fun. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be information that you might not be caring about, but they might adjust it for you. We loved it. Yeah. And listen, if if we have a lot of listeners that like to know about their alcohol instead of just drink their alcohol, right? That's why they drink craft beer. Yep. Right, that's, that's why we drink why. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, 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 yeah. Otherwise, they'll just have a Coors. Yeah, dude. Man, there's nothing no wrong with that. For, there's nothing wrong with that. But th- you want to get fancy now, so get fancy with your whiskey. Learn more about it. Call Brandon Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to the website, uh, brandonbarrel.com. Call them like at I their said. website. <laughs> Call them on their website, yeah, using dial-up internet. Uh, so go to the website, fill out a contact form, write your name, all that, and in the uh, comments of it, like I said, mention 1056 Podcast. They promo code. That's why I said that. I just oh, mentioned that a couple minutes ago. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying and again because the uh, listeners might not know. Uh, mention promo code or just mention that you heard us from 1056 podcast and they'll give you 10% off uh, the first class. So pretty good discount there. And um, they brought us some nice beers that we're going to try. So we're still making it beer related. Um, we did have some Kashan. Uh, uh, as you're going to hear, was from the uh, homebrew sort of underbelly in Connecticut and has since left, um, but kind of sheds a little bit light on how beer kind of took off for him and how he really got into it and how he transitioned into um, to whiskey and, and just a harder alcohol. So he brought us two really good beers that we're still going to review. They are from New England Brewing Company, a brewery that we've already been to, but this is a little bit of a special episode, so we are going to make an exception and call it back just like we did with uh, Squishy Bishop. Yeah, boy. Shout out to them. Shout out to Juan and all the boys. Yeah, like good friends at this. Speaking Tom of good Fred. friends, transition. Transition. Good friends, man. Woo. That's all I got to say about that intro. But Beer Man Beer, another great podcast. Shout out to and them. And we're not just bringing them up this time. No, we're not. Released right now. You're listening to this at home right now. Beer Man Beer's podcast episode. We're on it, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. Episode's called 1,056 Feet to Wasted. Uh, Yeah. That's how I felt. I it was an awesome time. So it was if uh, you follow Beerman Beer or you follow us, you know that we are you know good friends with them. We met them this year at um, the homebrew competition at Bad Sons. We're gonna see them again on October fifth uh, at Smoke in the Valley. Still gotta buy my tickets. Almost forgot to. We're on fire, dude. I. Th- <laughs> well, we're doing great. Yeah, no, but um, so yeah, it was a really fun time. It was like, it's like a two hour episode, just get in front of it right now. But we talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about beer. We had some beers from Tribus, some that I still haven't had, which was awesome. So I'm just getting like more checked off off my list. We had a really good uh, pumpkin beer from, that was Barrel Aids. I was actually going to have with Brandon Barrel, um, but we kind of ran out of time there. So we just focused on whiskey. And then we had, oh, uh, Igor Stream. 
from two roads we also opened that up so it was a stout heavy episode it was it was tribus and it was just a lot of fun there was a lot of blackberry brandy did you ever did you actually try any or no the brandy yeah no i was driving i know it was good uh and then the next morning i felt like shit i like wasn't like hung over like a headache i just felt like full yeah there was a lot like, of heavy I felt stuff. nauseous because i was just like full so and then i we took left chips <laughs> yeah it was awesome though. I mean, the beer man, beer guys. We always joke. We don't see eye to eye on the beers we like, um, like Toasted Point Lagers, like, or the music that we like. That's right. Yeah, um, they don't like the Beatles. And there you go. Um, don't worry, I defend the Beatles. <laughs> but no, it, it's come not- here. Come here us argue about music. It's great. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, and I think the content's better. Oh, here are my shoes. Oh, <laughs> I think Look the content's me. better if not everyone is on the same page. Could just have a bunch of yes people just being like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Like, no, it's all in good fun. They know that, and we know that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. when we when we sit there and be like, how can you like that beer, or how can you do that band this and that music that and that point of view that, I mean, it's all it's all good fun. Yeah. We we have a good time. It's but it's all genuine. We all mean it, and we're and it was a, a blast. They've been they were great hosts. They were, and you know, I I honestly didn't think that. I mean, our episodes are about an hour long. I knew their yeah. episode. I know their episodes are can be two hours, if not more. And I was like concerned that I was gonna not have the stamina for that. Yeah, but that energy was up. It remained up. It was fun. It we, was. We, they they take breaks too, which is nice. Yeah, they there take, were some breaks that were like a half, like fifteen minutes, like a but, half hour. But that was nice because then you don't feel like you're on a show for two hours long for yeah. two hours, and that's why they do that. So just a little thing I liked. It we, was fun. It was a good time. We didn't Go listen breaks. to that now. Anywhere you can get podcasts, guys. Beer Man Beer. Yeah, search for them. Um, a great podcast. They are a little bit fancier than us with their production quality, and they hear it. Speaking of that, I'm sorry about last episode. Um, to quote Jim Calhoun, I fucked up. I picked a Mecca Okafor and Karan Butler, um, and that's it. So there's a little bit of an echo because I didn't sync up the audio. Well, I hope it's good now. It should be good. Well, it's all for post. Well, you so. have the game down now. Yeah. Shouldn't you be like making out with that microphone now? No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh dude, I don't know what's next, man. Who's I, next? Dude, who's next? Oh, that's a who album. Dude, um my brain's you, No, what do you mean? No, no, no. Don't don't you're good. That was sharp. But I did I, not expect you to even get oh, that. Oh, okay. I thought you were like leaning. Not that you don't know that, that album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. You got it. Alright, so here's the thing. We did Beer Man Beer on Sunday. Wednesday, I was in Nashville. And I did Nashville pretty good. I had Hattie's B hot chicken, which is like the best chicken sandwich in the world. And then I was out. Uh, I was there for work. And then uh, I was Yeehaw! out. Dude, I, re- I had a suit jacket on, white shirt, white dress shirt. No pants. Dude, spoiler. Yeah, no I had, pants. I had some, you know, skinny, like slim fitting jeans. Slim not fitting. like not skinny, but like, you know, an appropriate amount of thin not like yeah. skin tight he didn't look like he was wearing stilts out there there folks. you go and then i tucked him into cowboy boots that uh my girlfriend got me when she was in nashville back in january and i took a lime scooter and i was scooting around in that outfit around nashville it was boy you better describe those boots right now okay they are stars and stripes they're stars on the top of the boot and then there's vertical stripes going down each side of the boot and they are awesome and i Dope. the way that i felt i looked was similar to uh, San Francisco Giants closer Brian Wilson when he was scooting around and he had the the uh, Michael J. Fox Back to the Future Jordans on and he had a weird outfit and he was just like riding a scooter down. There's that famous photo. Everyone remembers that, right? Yes. Right? Dude, right. I'm not alone here. Hey, let us know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're talking about. There's, well, there's a photo and I was that was my first thought. I was like, damn, 
This is what Brian Wilson felt like. But what? everyone loved it. Everyone loved my cowboy boots. That's what I'm dude. saying. They ripped it. Oh, I thought you were talking about Brian Wilson. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. <laughs> so I want to know if they loved it. All right, I'm gonna pull this up. This is bad radio. This is great radio. I'm showing you a visual thing. So he sh- he he showed me these boots, and he walked around the house in them with just the boots, no pants, no shirt, just hanging out there in his birthday suit. Dude, it was wearing it's these this boots. photo right there. God bless America. I never saw that. Oh, that's awesome though. Yeah, and so that's what I felt like. And I was like, man, Brian Wilson's pretty fucking cool, and I'm pretty fucking cool. And I almost fell like four times. But it was it was, it was was pretty awesome. Now you know how high heels feel. Dude, the I... The price <laughs> to pay, you pay to be sexy. Literally, it hurts so much. Like, I was, like, talking to people. I was like, I have, like, a two-inch, like, heel on this. I was like, I can kind of understand what it's like. Because the balls on my feet were fucking killing me. Yeah. Well, you're also not conditioned for it. No, not at all. Which is good it's good or you know it's good yeah it's good. listen i'm gonna say it's a not a thing Dang like why would you be why would if you I, have the muscles if for i that? dress and drag do you apparently not because <laughs> it hurts <laughs> one time i went in your closet to check the size of your shirt because i was going to get you a gift that was your shirt size yeah and i need to know your shirt size and i didn't see any women's clothes in there that uh, i'm assuming well those were mars Yes. Or unless. <laughs> okay, moving on. It's really I've been chewing gum this whole time. I'm just gonna spit that out. Everyone likes that. Nom, 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 nom. Well, you're the one who's gonna listen back to this when you edit it, and you're gonna be like, "God," or "Thank God." I think I held it together pretty well. Uh, yeah. So speaking of Nashville transition part two, uh, I went to Yeehaw Brewing Company. Yeehaw! And this was a Wednesday. <laughs> it's like at ten o'clock. And first off, every fucking bachelorette party is in Nashville. So let me paint a picture for you. I love this. Hold on. We're both going to be giving breweries that we love from different states. Okay, we'll get to mine. We got to cancel the show. Wrap it up. This is a Connecticut beer podcast. Oh, we're so crazy. Okay, so you went there. (sighs) So, okay, first off, I was there for work. And there was this, like, cosmetic company that was holding this, like, big event. And there was 15,000 women between the ages of 35 and 50 in this event. And this, like, multi-level marketing, not pyramid scheme. Can you see the air quotes through, no. the, through the microphone? Through the, 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 <laughs> so I had to deal with that. And there was just every bachelorette party to the point. So I was getting my scooter. I saw these, like, four girls hop off their scooters. And I heard this. Okay, squad. Let's get a selfie. And I said, I'm. <laughs> Let me get on the scooter and I'm just going to drive straight into traffic. And I was like. <laughs> 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 oh, my leg. <laughs> that's just the people watching. That's not me. <laughs> that's it. That's horrific. <laughs> I don't blame you. So then the day before, we were at Yeehaw Brewing Company, which had a shit ton of Titan stuff. I should have let it with that. I'm a huge Tennessee Titans fan, and I felt like I was home. Remember Eddie George, guys? Yeah, they just retired his number last week. So you do remember Eddie George, bitch. He had a TV show. Anyway, uh, so I go in there, and it's me and my coworker, and there's an open bar seat, and then there's three woo girls, bachelor party girls. (laughs) They were obviously drunk and they were just like talking to the bartenders they're like let's hear you yeehaw and they were like yeah it was really good they're like, Woo! They're like 
they didn't they didn't like mention us we like just were like please don't talk this don't see and my then, boots he's like older no i wasn't wearing the boots that day oh, okay uh this like other couple the bar had like a window to the outside and so you can so an older couple walked up and they're like yeah you are and i was like fuck dude i'm like these people must just hate having to like work Yeehaw for everybody that or just be around it like just they I, they must they live in they work in the tourism area I touristy mean, area right yeah is that a touristy area yes that specific part so. of nashville i mean it's all kind of close together so uber and lime bike and lime scooters are a thing so it's not really that spread out you know like, or there's just country bars every five feet yeah no we were at bb king's and then um we went to another bb king it was great r.i.p i had i had bells too hearted there they had it on tap which is not it's like a crazy good beer and they don't have it up here that much so it was dope um but yes yeah, so i went to yeehaw brewing company the beer was okay it was, okay that was it moving on i'm just kidding <laughs> Uh, but it's, I mean, they had some good ones. I wasn't like expecting anything like too too crazy. It was just like, it literally. What was the vibe? Let's do a brewery right. breakdown, a crash course brewery breakdown, like we do. So this was more of a touristy um, brewery because yeah, give me a vibe. They, it's big. It was like a thirty foot ceiling. They had like tables so you can order food there, and then they had, like a nice like stage. And then behind that stage, there it was. You can go around two like behind it and it was a whole store dedicated to like old smoky moonshine which is like i guess a pretty popular moonshine it was in the same area as yeehaw brewing okay so it's all moonshine stuff there's another bar in this like shop with yeehaw beer that you can buy so it was like very touristy um the bar was like kind of small it was half the size of the no worries bar so like it was maybe like i don't think two people could like fit they could like barely fit like width wise of the of the bar which is efficient. Sitting at the bar or working behind the Work, bar? Working behind the bar. Oh. Yeah. And then you go outside, and there's, like, the string lights. There's cornhole. There's, like, another stage, like, a big projector behind the stage. Like, it was cool. But then, like, you you go right out the brewery, and it's, like, kind of like an alleyway. Because, like, we were walking around my coworker and I, and it's like, wow, it's really nice. I, like, took a corner, and it was just, like, no lights. And, like, it was just, like, a big factory building to my right. And, I, and my coworker's like, where the fuck are we going? And I was like, I think it's right up here. And there was like three homeless people just like sleeping. I was like, listen. Do you guys make beer? <laughs> <laughs> you guys like beer? Uh, so we want to try your your stouts. <laughs> it was it was it was interesting. So, sir, this is a pee in a cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a million like party like the. Um, <laughs> it's a pee in a cup. I give it a three. <laughs> I give it a two seven five, just above average. That's fair. Very clear the alcohol content was too strong. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because homeless people are always drunk. Wow. Um, no. That was a quick jump to that, man. Man, no. Homeless, homelessness is a real issue. It is. Why don't you take a stand? Get on your podium there, kid. No thanks. I'd rather just sleep on. Uh, but yeah, there wasn't as many homeless people uh, as when I went to San Francisco, which is just homeless people everywhere, and that's just a fact. Mm-hmm. So much so that someone made an app to notify people about where homeless people shit. Or just people in general just shit. There's a huge poop in public problem in San Francisco. So I know. I, you can see it when you watch the Giants. Oh, got him! That was pretty good. Oh, baby. I and a callback to Brian Wilson. Can't stop me. He's Dude, long gone from that place, I man. I know. Uh, 
yeah. So speaking cool. of beers that we like, transition. Well, should I talk about the brewery I went to, oh, or do you want right. to say your beers first, and or do you, should I say my brewery and then we talk about our beers? All right, you could say your beers. Well, I'll say talk about no, the brewery. The brewery, brewery yeah, yeah. So as you'll hear, I'll be mentioned again. I went and saw the Who. Uh, not this. Let's see, uh, the, a Friday last week. Yeah, but when are they gonna listen to this? Mm. So I saw the Who at Fenway, and it was a gift for my brother. Uh, for getting my master's and the two of us went and we took the Amtrak up to Boston and we were going to stay overnight and so we went to some of the bars that are right outside of Fenway because that area is great for sports bars granted I'm going to say this now I am I am a Yankee fan and boy did I rip my Yankee hat in that area and I was proud of it but anyways so we went to a brewery called the Cheeky Monkey Brewery and it was which was right outside of Boston I'm talking it's a streets with from the stadium oh is it really like oh i didn't know it was that close it's like right this is like this whole it's a whole line of bars that just wrap around the stadium yeah no i know that it was like, we are because we went saw food fighters yeah was it on yaki way there or was it like, no so remember when we where we sat like on a staircase and yeah, waited yeah. if you if we took stood up took a left yeah then took a right yeah down that way oh no way i guess but cheeky monkey so we got in there and it's it's like it's a restaurant mm-hmm. brewery Sports bar. Nice. A lot going on. And we got there a little earlier than than happy hour, so we were able to get like a nice table in the bar section for the two of us, and we got a flight. And I will, I'll talk about the beers I got in that flight. Um, the atmosphere, I mean, it's, it's a Boston sports bar, right? So they have Boston-like things, but a lot of their beers are also made. Some of them are made in Australia. Like, they're not made, but there's, the style's Australian. The brewery, the beers. Oh, the beer. So like, like it's a, they're like no, just like Australian style type things mixed with other things. I'm not gonna lie. It's weird. You can make you can make any claim for beer. Just call it Australian. But they style. had the they had the flag. Up no, I on know. The wall, I'm just saying, I'm saying. Like real well, majority of people don't know what Australian style is. It could have been anything. I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> like it just given the atmosphere. No, I know. Man, you're right. It could be anything. It could literally be anything. Dude, I, the beer was good. Like nice. a lot of a lot of the beers that I didn't think I was gonna like were good, and I'll talk about that later. But nice. you know, as we got on, my brother and I were surprised because happy hour hit. So you got happy hour mm-hmm. and a Who concert at Fenway, and you're right outside of Shout Fenway. Shout out, call back to Dad Rock. Dad Rock, this is Dad Rock. Oh yeah, I love it. How many people? I might sneeze, so just bear with. How me. many people were wearing t-shirts tucked into jeans with belts, like black? Belts? Bro, I will get to that. There were so many Stephen King-looking motherfuckers, we couldn't even handle it. Stephen King could have been there. That's the real mystery. He then multiplied. There's clones of him. Yeah, that makes sense. He's rich enough. Happy hour hit, and the place got ravished with people. Yeah. Packed up the wazoo, and to the point where we weren't getting served anymore. Like, it was a problem. They got backed up at the bar where we finished our flight, and we're like, all right, let's just get one more, like regular glass of beer yeah. of one of our favorites so i did and we waited for a really long time to get one glass one beer that sucks and that and our food came really late and we're like this is kind of a bummer because we got full and they were so apologetic and they were so nice but it was kind of like you guys should be able to handle this yeah i mean listen i know it's hard to run a restaurant i know it's hard to be wait staff i don't blame the wait staff no no um it's just something went wrong in the chain of command there where uh, we, some other people were leaving. It wasn't just us. Yeah. And um, you are in high traffic area. You got to be ready, man. Got to get ready. Yeah. You know, you know the who are coming. You know, people are going to be in town. 
So it was, but their beer was really good. We'll get into that. But we went to other sports bars, and that's what I'm saying. We went to these other bars, and they had like craft beer from the area. Um, and some of them were good. So, like one of them was a pumpkin beer, and they don't they don't ask if I want cinnamon on the rim. They just give it to you. Yeah. No, thank you. You don't like cinnamon on the rim. I like cinnamon. Cinnamon on the rim is too much. That's true. It is too much. I also think like cat. Like I'm just totally like just ask moment. Me. I know that's pretty fucked up. I think Pepper like put bite marks into my Mac cable. <laughs> oh, when was she down here? When we did no upstairs. Remember when I brought this up for Brandon Barrow? So oh. that's good. This is exactly why I I'm like don't let her downstairs. <laughs> well, she didn't go downstairs because she's a crazy person. Oh, because no, oh, she would oh, go after yeah, the wives. Yeah, yeah. Because she's a crazy cat. She is a crazy cat. Well, she's so a she's she's an infant. So luckily, uh, looks good. I plug my I plug my MacBook charger in, and from like the actual like brick, it's like, and I was like, this shit's gonna explode at any minute. This was last week. We'll record it live on Instagram. You guys can watch. <laughs> So, so cool. we went to the other places, and they, I'm just surprised that they didn't ask. But with all these yeah. Stephen King motherfuckers, right? So you have it's dad rock, and you have these guys in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, and they're wearing their backpacks, and they're wearing their really tiny thin glasses, and they have their baseball hats on, but it's really like they wear it really far down, and that they're not there's no baseball team on them. In fact, it's probably just like Eddie Bauer. Hat. It's like Eddie Bauer. A free hat that they got. Yeah, or they got it for cheap. What did they do? Not wear it. <laughs> they got it for cheap at some uh, outdoor store, right? Mm-hmm. And one of them was really shit-faced. He came up to me and said, hey, babe, did you know where the bathroom is? And we were like, go away, please. Because <laughs> he's a Red Sox fan, man, and drunk, and looking like Stephen King. I don't need that in my life. So we sent him downstairs, and he got stuck on the bottom of the stairs talking to somebody and that poor man. It sucks. But it was fun. And it was a blast. And look at us branching outside of the great state of Connecticut. We're canceling the show because of that. Yeah? This is it? This is it. And we're back. (laughs) Yeah. So why don't we get into it? Let's pull up the untapped. So you started off with your Nashville yeehaw beers. Do you want me to start off? What's with this shortcuts thing on our phone? I don't know. We just just store that away forever? just store that away. It. I put in utilities and just. Uh, I don't. I had so many because we we had all of ours from the Brass City Brewing Crew that Brew and Q. I think we haven't recorded since then, but yeah. So we went oh to that. God, you're, and you're we, so we talked about it on uh, Beer Men Beers podcast. So we had a bunch from like all these home brewers and um, whatnot. Shout out to TCR. They had a really good sour, and shout out to. What was that beer called? Alien Invaders. Alien Invaders was so good. That was a cereal beer, right? Yes. It was amazing, man. That It was supposed to taste like tricks, and it did, man. I was impressed. So it was uh, it was something to really behold, and I'm trying to like look it up now. Behold the power. All right, so I'll talk about the Cheeky Monkey beers. Cheeky Monkey Brewing Company. Boop, 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 boop. So I got a flight. Like I said, um, the Down Under beer was. The, uh, can you guess which one? Guess which one's from Australia? Oh, it's from Australia, mate. Yeah, uh, I gave that a four. That was a pale ale, and it was really, really good. It was, it was light color, and that was actually the one that I got um, the tall glass for. Nice. Um, that that was really good. I gave that a four, and then I had they had one Harambe's Ghost. 
That's such a sucker name. Yeah, it is. And but I <laughs> I got it. It was an IPA. It was a double IPA. Excuse me. And I gave that a three five. Um, it just it was it was it was really good, but the the there was a bitterness to it that knocked it down for me a little bit. Yeah. Then I had a I had a fruit beer. Fruity drink. Gabe. Wild blueberry. It was. Was it good? A four two five good. Wow. All right, so let's go back to clown shoes. Remember my big complaint for that? Not, not enough fruit. Not enough strawberry, raspberry flavor to justify putting that on the can, right? Right. This was the perfect balance of how much fruit is in this drink. It was good. It was. That it was good? really good. It was like you taste blueberry, but it wasn't like overwhelmed with blueberry. It was the perfect balance, and it was delicious. And then I had a stout. Look at me drinking stouts. More stouts. I had the rebellious monk. It was, I gave that a three two five. Um. I like that one a lot, but not as much as the others because the winner there was the wild blueberry. I didn't want a, a tall wild blueberry drink. You know what I mean? I didn't want to yeah. get that tall glass. That would have been too much. I suspected. So, um, yeah, those were those were the beers, and you know, I had I had a couple others. I think. All right, but so that was, that was it. Uh, Cheeky Monkey, I give a thumbs up. If you're in Boston, you? going to Fenway, and you're seeing a show or a game, and you want to try some beers, go check out Cheeky Monkey. Australian style beer. So let's go south, south, south to Tennessee. Uh, Tell us the beers you wait, had. Wait, hold on. Uh, there, we got some developing news here. First off, Alien Invaders was from Skulls Brew House. Definitely check them out. Um, Skulls underscore brew underscore house on Instagram. Alien Invaders was amazing. Second off, breaking news. Shout out to part of my take. Just came across my feed. Uh, Two Roads Oktoberfest is happening right now. The Sun Saturday version of it. Steinholding contest. You might have heard this name before. Uh, young Bagel Boy. A callback to... Bagel Boy! <laughs> Way to pull the mic away. That's good. I'm serious. I'm not going to be sarcastic. Uh, we met him. I was next to him at Oktoberfest last year. He's a jolly man who wears a bagel necklace. He beat me. I was very upset. Uh, and this year, uh, your man took home first place. Bagel Boy won? Got the Golden Stein. Bagel a new Boy! Thing. <laughs> he won. Shout out to Bagel Boy. Uh, way to be, man. I just asked him what his time was. He hasn't gotten back to me yet. I will be in the sign holding contest tomorrow. I, we will be live for that. We will be live. So we, I will, we'll send out a message. Yes. Letting you know the time. What's the time? Twelve thirty. So twelve thirty ish. Be ready. Uh, you're gonna hear this after the fact. Yeah. So that's great. So so yeah. be ready. <laughs> Just yeah. I don't know. Get ready for Sunday, uh, September twenty second. Second. Uh, at twelve thirty. Tune in live as you're listening to this. Go back to the future. Yeah, but uh, shout out to Bagel Boy. That was a whole aside just for Bagel Boy. Um, honestly, I thought he was going to win last year. I sat, I stood next to him and did it, and I was very intimidated by his necklace of bagels. And uh, he did it, man. That guy gets all the ladies. Dude. Honestly, dude. Like, he does. Everyone was coming up after him. I think he got like four drink tokens. That's also like an – I thought about this. That's a good way to get shit, I thought about this, and like when you fucking win, like – People here, take this, take that. Yeah. There's two things that happen. Let me. T- I didn't mean to cut you off. I got very like just thought. Go for it. it. Two things that happen, and you're gonna see it if you're there, and you're gonna see it too, Jeff. Two things. One, right after the fact, everyone is gonna take their smaller stein and try to do it. You're gonna see it. No, over under, twenty people. I would hammer that over. Twenty people trying to do it with their group of friends. 
Guaranteed. Everyone does it. Competition ends. Everyone tries to do it. That's it. Number two, the winner is always like the celebrity for like 30 seconds. And they get like three drink tickets. Watch yeah, if you're Bagel those. Boy. Not if you're yeah, I think a I, lanky white boy. Dude, there's a there's a market for everyone. Dude, man. show up wearing the dope ass shirt. You I tell am, me you're wearing Ron Swanson. Yeah, tomorrow. I'm wearing my Ron Swanson. Yes. I got a peel of the people, man. That's right, mother. That's why I didn't wear it for beer man beer, because they're like, why don't you want? I'm like, I got like I'm gonna appeal to the open. people. So shout out to Bagel Boy. How about this? How about this? How about we do this? I really want to know what his time is. How about we do this? So we're talking about it right now, like cause it hasn't happened yet. Right. Because we're recording it now. Yeah. So we're gonna take a second pause and we're gonna plug in. Do you want to say the results and we record it later? Or do you want to leave it a mystery for, f- for future content? Yes, do that. Mystery for future content. For future so we're going to move on, baby. <laughs> hey, you haven't even talked about your Nashville beers yet. I was literally pulling it up. I was, cause I was pulling up uh, Skull Brew House for Alien Invaders, and literally the first thing that popped up was him like winning. That's so fantastic. I was like, I got so distracted. <laughs> At least you know you're not facing him tomorrow. I'm actually kind of glad. That's what I'm saying. Because he was, like, didn't expect it. It's always this, like, more built person that wins. And he's like, a, you know, bagel boy is not, like, ripped, you know, muscular. You don't expect it, man. I was like, I got this. Nope. Shock the world, man. Yeah, because he's got a strong mental mental, str- mental strength. <laughs> yeah, dude. He has strong mental strength. So shout out to him. Great guy. Hope he's there tomorrow. Actually, but I hope he's not doing the competition. I just want to see him tomorrow. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> what are you going to do if you see him? You going to get his number? I'm gonna get his time, dude. You're gonna get his time. I already have his number. Buy him it's one second less than my dinner. number. Yeah. Maybe he'll come on the show. Maybe. Maybe he will. We'll do like would, a you, quick would you want minute. that? I would want that. Oh, okay. Oh, this would be really good. Okay. Oh, yeah, a lot of ideas are swirling. I, I, I see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nashville, baby. Um, just a highlight. I I don't know why I haven't um actually put um Sam Adams Oktoberfest in Untapped, but I did, and I gave that a two and a half. It's not good. I'm not a big Sam Oktoberfest guy. Mars parents. At two and a half, though? It's not good. Like, okay. What am I saying? What am I getting on you for? That's average. Here's That's average, average. mister. So you don't thing. hate it. I take every beer. I look at what vertical it's trying to accomplish, and I compare it that way. That's the best way to, like, compare beers. You can't take a stout and compare it to a pumpkin beer. For pumpkin-based beers, Sam Adams Oktoberfest is so average. Like, the one we had with Beer Man Beer, that was amazing. And that was twice the alcohol, and you couldn't taste it. It was so good. Anyway, that was it. Also, note uh, from Ken Falls Brewing, Eric Guitar at work while no one is watching. Nominee for label of the year. Just saying, put that out there right now. Uh, all right, let's get to the finally the Nashville beers. Yeah, dude. dude what's taking forever with this? There Just we go. Read your I, beers. I'm trying to get there. Um, it's it's your patience killing me, man. I can't handle okay, it. Okay, so from uh, from Tennessee, here we go. Uh, had the Southern Wit. From Tennessee Brew Works. Gave that a three. This whip beer was pretty weak. Shout out to Black Helmet. Theirs is way better. Crosstown Brewing Company. Traffic was the name of their beer in IPA. Gave it a three and a half. That was actually really good. Another one was Siren from Crosstown Brewing Company. Blonde Ale. Gave it a three. Okanzi from Crosstown Brewing. A Pale Ale. Gave it a three and a half. Pretty good. And then we had Mill Creek Lil Darling. A wheat beer. Gave it a 275. It was okay. I remember this one. It was like totally fine. Then we had Yeehaw, boy. Only had one there. It was the Yeehaw Dunkel, a lager, a Munich, a Dunkel. I gave it a 375 because it was like a dry stout. Calling back to our beers, like Settler, Settler Stout from Milford Point, how that was a dry stout. Um, this Dunkel is what that should have been, tasting-wise. I think it was very dry as far as, like, the lager goes. 
very similar to that. And then uh, I had Beer Walker from Jackalope, which is a brown ale. That was very good. And Dos Peros from Yazoo. Wait, what'd you get the brown ale? 375. Okay. Yazoo, uh, Dos Peros from Yazoo gave it a three and a half. Those are my Nashville beers. I'm now up to 300. Very middle of the road. Yeah. I mean, again, two fives and very middle of the road. But, like, as far as our general average is, like, in the threes, that's, that's where a lot of those set. Nothing seemed to wow. No fours in there. No. I don't think there were. No. Yeah. Nothing wowing you out there, huh? I, like, Nothing made you go, hey, I'm a, hey. No. <laughs> I don't think. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know what you said. How drunk did you get? <laughs> Dude. I got pretty good so much so that yesterday i felt like shit the whole day flying hungover sucks i've done it twice it sucks that's all that's all i can say about that um but yeah no it was uh yeah the beer it was good because it's better than like the generic or the mass-produced versions of the beers that i had which is why i gave them those higher ranks but like now that we've kind of like done as many breweries that we've done and we've only scratched the surface in Connecticut, like it's starting to be like, okay, you gotta be, you gotta be good to hit those fours. And I like how I'm starting to trend back down with my rankings. I'm giving more three and two, seven fives and two fives and this and that. So I'm glad I'm kind of starting to fall back a little bit there. So I think this is a good time as any speaking of beer. Want to hear something ridiculous? Yeah. Totally off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like, yeah. so off topic is ridiculous. That's my that's my forte. Okay. I, you saw me, I was just on my phone yeah, for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because our our friends were texting on the our group chat. Yeah. And they are talking about Smash, Super yeah. Smash Brothers. Yeah. Look at the characters that Kevin suggests to put in the game. Master, and read them out loud. Master Chief? Keep Crash going. Bandicoot, Spyro, Nico Bellic. From GTA 4. <laughs> and Smash! Yeah, that's not Could a bad idea. Could you imagine? That would be funny as shit. Not happening. Make it happen. Make it. I would. Oh, I would be on top of it. That'd be awesome. Anyway, oh my god. You uh, you know what his his special would be? Roman bowling. would show up and they would go yeah. bowling. <laughs> All right, that's a joke that literally I think just you and I get. Are you kidding me? Anyone who's played GTA Four out there understands Roman's calling. That means it's time to go that's bowling true. or a strip club or darts. Mostly bowling. Mostly bowling. bowling. All right, go to beer. All right, man. I love it. Uh, we're going to transition to our interview with Brandon Barrow. Are we not drinking these beers? We are, dude. We're coming back. We're oh, a little okay. burying the lead. Now we have an actual lead to bury something under. Booyah. Oh, look at look at that. All right, look ahead. at that. Uh, so we'll be right back, taking a break. And then here is Corey and Sean of Brandon Barrow. Don't forget, fill out a contact form. Mention 1056, 10% off your class. Interview. Still here. With Sean and Corey, the two halves of Brand and Barrel. Brand and Barrel. The, uh, the, how do you guys describe it? Sorry, I don't mean to see their thunder. Brand and Barrel is a uh, whiskey marketing and consulting company on paper. That's go. that's what our official thing says. On paper nice. and so in the so bottom. That's what it says on our website. That I'm reading this directly from our website. <laughs> I, I, missed, I missed the live stream. Did you guys go over the, the history here? Uh, no. Can, so we, can we start with that? We, can we, we can. Can we start with, like, where did this come from? Absolutely. Corey, you mentioned some things in the live stream. Oh, about... how far back do we want to go? <laughs> well, that's, that's the question. Well, there's a partnership here, right? Yeah, and it's, just, it's just the two of you. Yes, is there any, okay, so yeah, how, yeah, how did this yeah. come to be? How did Brandon Barrel? So I'll start with uh, you could start. Because yeah, I'll, 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 since yeah. You are I'll start with the beer. So I um, I was working in uh, I was working with 
a bunch of friends of mine and uh we were <laughs> sorry tyler's taking a photo and i can't like, if a camera comes around i i was working with a, a bunch of friends of mine in uh in bureau so we had a uh a pretty successful homebrewing operation which we were considering you know going a little more uh commercial with and we were you know doing that so i was really into beer i was deep in the beer scene especially in, in connecticut um at like every festival pouring you know a lot of my good friends ended up opening breweries um and so you know i got deep deep into beer um and i love beer to this day i still love beer which is i think one of the reasons like we're able to do this podcast because you guys have an awesome beer podcast and i still love beer but uh once i like kind of delve in the world of beer like as most people when they get into beer they kind of realize okay you know i've been drinking these beers for a while but it goes so much deeper and there's like so much complexity there's so much artistry there's a whole nother world i didn't know about and i kind of thought i was like there's probably this kind of levels in something else and whiskey just happened to be one of those things that was there i knew i liked drinking whiskey every once in a while but i didn't know anything about it so i was like i was like determined to get as into whiskey as i was into beer mm-hmm. but with beer i had the the advantage of going in with friends um and i didn't have any friends that wanted to get into whiskey that i you know i knew i, I had moved recently i was living in a new state um but Corey and I, when we were in college and we would go out, uh, I knew Corey drank more whiskey than literally anybody I knew. So I was like, hey, uh, I'm getting into whiskey and you're coming with me. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> That's essentially how that went. Um, and yeah, and then fast forward, uh, Corey and I started getting real into whiskeys, um, kind of finding our own, you know, paths through the, uh, you know, through the spirit, through everything. Not, like not to make this sound, I don't know, what's the word? Oprah ripoff esque, but we kind of had like a whiskey club that we would kind of like. Yeah, oh, yeah like a did, book uh, club, but for whiskey. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> it was like, yeah, oh, I like it. Instead so of wine, it was We whiskey. started um, as I got into it, you know, as we both got into it, I remember, you know, when it came to beer, I made sure that I was always up on my like, yeah, my certification, make sure I knew what I was doing. And then so I figured I'd do the same thing with whiskey. And then I realized there was a whole market in there. Um, I saw the, the craft uh, whiskey industry taking a very similar curve that I had seen the craft beer industry take um, years ago. So I was like, okay, this is coming. How can I get involved with this? Now, getting a distilling license is a lot harder than getting a brewing license. So I, uh, I was like, I'm definitely not doing that. It's so much paperwork. I've done the, side of the brewery side of things. I was like, that, and there's even more with distilling. I'm not interested. But, uh, you know, Corey at that point was working on different bourbon certifications. I was working on different scotch certifications. So we decided, um, I mean, that's, that's pretty much how we decided to start doing this was we were like, all right, we have the knowledge and this is about to be a big thing. And it already is becoming a big thing. We have awesome like craft distilleries popping up everywhere. So we were like, let's get ahead of this. Let's let's teach people, teach people what they are they want to know. Yeah, we really just want people to when they walk into a store. I always would make fun of you for when you would walk into a store and look for at least ten to fifteen minutes at the beer selection. When I would just go in and grab my Jack Daniels, but but now it's more like I just want people when they walk in there, don't just look at what you want. There's a bunch of different stuff that you have no idea. Yeah. That might be amazing. That might change your life. Like some like so that's happened to me. And there are a lot of them are probably like me though, and they look at it and they just see very similar bottles of whiskey. And exactly, yeah. I I can't tell the difference. Right. Visually. Exactly. Visually yeah, yeah. can't tell the right, difference. No. And there's that, nothing and on the bottle that we want to that, that, that that know. Yeah, what to make you know, but we want to educate you. We're gonna make you on. No. We wanna educate you guys to where it's like, okay, I know what I'm gonna buy now. Yeah, yeah. I walk into a store. Oh, I could tell what that is yeah. versus what this is. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Educated consumerism is kind of you know. That's, yeah. That's, it's gonna pay off. It's kind of and a then, facet. To and this. then you're gonna see something too. It's gonna be like, oh well, I'm, why would I know? Like, I mean, the whiskey industry isn't as I would say exclusive as the beer industry is. Kind of. As far as. As far as like, oh, this is great. This is trash. Um. 
I think there's, I think you're going somewhere with that. I think, I think kind of what you're referring to is, um, the fact that there's, there, I think with, with beer, people have like a lot more of a stance. Um, people will try, try a certain beer in my experience anyway. I mean, this is, everybody's different. Everybody's palate's different. So this is just speaking for me. Um, you know, if I try a beer that I don't like, I'm like, okay, cool. I, I don't really like this beer and here's why I don't like it with, with whiskey. I've had less of a, for lack of a better term, less of like a visceral reaction to most whiskeys. Like I've drank beers and just been like, wow, this is garbage with whiskey. I feel like there's, there's, there's just less of that. There's like, I don't particularly care for this whiskey, but here's for the reason. But, um, people get so fucking uptight about beer, man. Well, we, we, we have our own, I can't stand sours. Really? I think they're gross. I love sours. They all like, I've I've tried multiple types of sours at this point. Not every single one. At what what point do I just call it? Right. Exactly. And that's, and that's always the question. Yeah, exactly. You're right. And I've, you're not, you're not alone. But there's sometimes like, uh, last night I was at Cheeky Monkey Brewery in Boston right before the show. I I believe it's a vegan based, uh, uh, brewery. You already know more than I do. And I was in the place. Okay. I just saw that. One of them was a stout and I, and I knew at this point, like I look at what it says, what's in it. And I don't, I don't like chocolate. Okay. Period. Oh, shit. Okay. Like Damn. Hershey chocolate, anything chocolate. That goes back to my childhood. But I like a stout. Okay. He would be beaten with Snicker bars. <laughs> side, side note: Back when we were kids, we had like a sleepover with like when we were you know middle school age or whatever with yeah. all our friends. And I woke up and they had put like a shit ton of Tootsie Rolls in my yeah. sleeping bag, and oh, I woke wow. up just like yeah, we, covered in Tootsie we were rolls. dicks because we put it. Is that a real story? Yeah. Who is? I was just kidding with this whole thing, but you guys all in, and we're like, dude, wake up! And it's like, what the fuck's going on? Well, we're, we're in third grade, so I don't know why. Wait, what's going on? They would get all my chocolate during Halloween, so you know, I would just trade for Skittles all the time. Uh, yeah, it was great, dude. It was, but anyway, it was so awesome. I, I don't like chocolate, but I like yeah. I like a stout. Okay, the cool. one I had last night had dark chocolate in it, but mm. I don't taste the chocolate. Okay. But I like fruit. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, stand yeah. a sour. We so also, there's something wow. else there, right? And also, we had um, Travis's Yoohoo. We talk about Travis every episode because oh, they are great. Because but Tyler's in their pocket. It's out yeah, there. I'm in their pocket. <laughs> I'm trying to beat around the bush there. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but they have a... They have a they're, hold on. No, they're giving us no money. We have received no money. Yeah, we have no money. No money. <laughs> Guys, what is this pile of money that says from <laughs> Travis Brewing <laughs> Company? What is this? <laughs> I thought, is that why that's there? so weird? It's, no, no. You- Put that under in your Why? mattress. Why? Oh, in the walls. I should have put it in the. It's behind the painting. Don't don't look behind the painting. Um, but there's one that they do use of chocolate, and um, Jeff had it, and he's like, "Oh, this is I really good." I didn't know. Oh, I didn't. Okay. It was know also that. it was also called oh. YooHoo. And I know it's in the YooHoo colors. Okay. He's, and and the guy was like, "Oh, it's actually like twice the amount of uh, cocoa beans that we use." And just like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" Is and I this? had like a existential crisis of. I hate chocolate, but do I? But like, I still do. But do I? <laughs> well, no, that's a huge thing too with whiskey, where it's like, yeah. okay, I had a really negative reaction to this because you know when I was a kid, I would go out and drink way too much whiskey, and then like, oh, I had a facts. horrible night. Yeah. But you know, you pour them something out, don't tell them what it is, and just let them sample it this out. This is the great wild turkey paradox, as I call it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah figure out what it is, and it's like, oh, this isn't quite. I can actually there name. You go. I can actually name my first like really uh, moment with whiskey, and that was in okay. Philadelphia. That's actually with Evan Williams. Yes, it was Evan okay. Williams. Right. We were we went to visit our friend Mike. He was he was a, he went to school at UPenn. Okay, and he was doing a summer program there. So we went down. We took the train, the two of us down to visit him. And he was living yeah. what we call the Fight Club house. Yes. Because it was just that it was just this raggedy old house where all the electrical wires were still outside of the wall because nice. the house was built way before electricity, yeah, yeah. and they just no one wanted to put it in the wall, okay. and the place was just falling apart. It was him 
and like a couple other guys are just renting the place for the summer. Yeah, it was and we went wild. in and we stayed there and we had like a little fire in his backyard and we just had a thing of Evan Williams that we just passed around. We had no glasses, so we just took swigs yeah. and just kept passing yep. around. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I hated it. I didn't hate it. I was I was like fine in the moment for some reason. It was but hard. I, 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 that's those kind of moments. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That's that's a lot of people's first experience with with whiskey and uh, you know, one of the probably the most popular class we do is the intro to whiskey class, and people are like, "It's like, yeah, you know, it's the same same story. Like, you know, we get that a lot. Like, oh, you like, oh, yeah, I've had whiskey before. Like, I know I've had it. Or like, exactly. Yeah, I passed around a fire with my friends. I've taken shots, or like, I've had it, like a Jack and Coke, and like, is that? And people will be like, or the best is like when people come up to us like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've had like Crown Royal's whiskey, right? And we're like, uh, yeah, technically, yes, you're <laughs> you, so you've drank whiskey. I yes. do have Crown Royal Apple above my microwave. Oh, so. Do you have a story like that? Do you, do you have a story like of just your first moment with trying whiskey or um, having like that shitty moment in some backyard or at a basement party? So here's yeah, the thing. every party that we go to in college. <laughs> yeah. much. Corey pre 2016. That's I'm so sorry, people. But, so, uh, yeah, I would go to a Dave's house for a party. Our, our buddy Dave had like a kind of a party house when we were growing up, and uh, I kind of came in at the tail end. But I would show up with my bottle of Jack Daniels, and I would drink it, pretty much all of it. And I would introduce myself to the same like 16 people that I'd meet, and that would repeat every week. <laughs> For about five weeks, where everyone knew, and God bless the folks that were like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. We don't know who you are, but whatever, I'll take your shot. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like sounds like the intro to whiskey for a lot of people is, is not a not a healthy intro. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> myself included. Yeah, no, myself But when you wake people up, it's but when you wake them up, or not, I don't want to say wake them up, but when you just... I think you meant wake them up the day after they drink all that whiskey. No, no, no. <laughs> when, when you make them realize, like, oh my god, whiskey isn't just the thing that I got obliterated on that one night in college. Yeah, yeah. That you know. Yeah, we're both history majors, and for me, like, the history part of all the whiskey is what really turned me out of this whole. But there's a yeah, deep seated, like, I mean, same thing with beer. That's actually one of the reasons I got into beer is just because uh, one of the first beers I ever had was um, like. I didn't actually drink till I was 21, so I kind of avoided a lot of the... It's cr fucking crazy, I know. But uh, <laughs> um, I, 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 I would go to parties where all my friends were getting like hammered on Heineken when I was like 14, and then I would like... They were like 16, and I would drive their cars home, because that's responsible. Uh, but so, like one of the first beers I really had was... Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but Dogfish had actually used to have a show on Discovery Channel. Yes. Yeah, like Sam. So it was just Sam Calgioni talking about like the history of a lot of his beers. And um, at one point, I had I had drank like beer once or twice. I had actually had some friends, um, two brothers that were before the big like craft beer boom. They were like super into beer, and I was like, how can you be into beer? Like I don't know anything about beer. Like I, what are you talking about? You're into beer. You're into Bud Light. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's 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 really cool, I guess. Like and. Uh, but uh, it was a combination of, my friend was like, no, you idiot, like here, try this, try that, whatever. And one of the first beers I ever tried was uh, Tahankit by Dogfish Head, which is one of their um, ancient ales that they work with um, Dr. Pat McGovern, who's an archeologist, uh, I believe at the University of Pennsylvania. Um, he like will analyze, or him and like his, his team of science people, way smarter than me people, like analyze like ancient like pots and, and like the clay pots and get like literally the ingredients that these use and then the dogfish head they recreate it in like a little bit of a modern way but the tahanka was the egyptian version i had it and i was like 
This just tastes like I'm drinking bread. I want everything to do with this. Um, yeah, so you, started at, you started at the ceiling with Dogfish Head, and then you know, just like yeah, it's all downhill from there. Everyone yeah. starts from Bud Light, and it's yeah, like, yeah. wow, dude, no, I, I, I watched my friends yeah. go through that, and I was just like, hey, yeah, cool. yeah, that's one way to do it. So. I have I have a question about the certification thing I keep yes. hearing about. Yes. Yeah, because Corey. So there, so in whiskey, there's um. In, in beer, like the, the kind of like the industry standard certification is the Cicerone. Yes, correct. Um, and in whiskey, there are. That's <laughs> uh, good. The Lord. Shout out to my brain. Yes. The Lord of Beer. <laughs> we Lord, we praise Lord. you. Yes. And uh, so I wonder what level Cicerone he is. But in wine, you have the wine sommeliers. And in whiskey, there's several different certifications. Now, the most, the industry standard is going to be your whiskey sommeliers. Um, it's done out of the. Uh, I'm not sure I got this correct. It's the Wizard Wizard Tower Marketing Academy. They're gonna. That's so not the it. Wizard Academy. Wizard Academy in Austin, Texas. They do the only um, and premier whiskey sommelier uh, program. We don't have that um, <laughs> because it's really expensive and it's an, it's it's worth. We don't have that yet. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, it's, it's something we're working on. Um, this is amazing. It's, it's Corey, awesome Corey just program. slid me this medallion yes. across the table, which is awesome because that leads me into Corey's uh, bourbon chip sewer. So that's awesome. Yeah, no, yeah, that's I'm in a cult. Yes. That's, um, well, you're a junior member of the cult. I am. I made so, <laughs> yeah, so, it, and that's exactly, that's exactly it. We had to start somewhere. So we, um, Corey's a huge bourbon guy, as you'll learn. Um, so we looked up and we were doing a lot of research and we came across the Stave and Thief Society, um, which is, works with the Kentucky Bourbon Society to certify people in bourbon. Now, um, And we, bourbon is my whiskey of choice. Exactly. Bourbon's a style of whiskey um, most people are familiar with. They've heard the term, they might not know it, but they're familiar that it exists. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Corey and I went ahead and we got our level one. It's really, to be honest, it's a real simple class. Um, and simple as in, like, not that it's not useful information, but it's it's the very intro level of information. And it's information that if you weren't into whiskey, it would just it yeah, would you might go not in know. one ear and go out the other. Yeah, so it, it probably would vet some people. Like, never mind. It really would. Yeah. yeah no, honestly, really you, you got to study a textbook. It's the thing. They're like, yeah. it's a. Uh, but then they have a level two certification where uh, that Corey actually went down um, and he went to Kentucky. And you can talk more on this, but like, you would go to Kentucky. You actually work with these distilleries in Kentucky, um, which is the home of bourbon for more, sure. you know, for more or less, you know. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, America is really the home of bourbon, but if you want to get more specific, Kentucky, that's, I mean, that's where bourbon, that's well, bourbon There's country. so many stories to, linking to how bourbon originated. They're just like, all right, Kentucky, we, yeah. you just have it, yeah. whatever. <laughs> so, you, so, Corey, you went down. Yes, I went to Louisville, Kentucky, and I got oh, to I study at the, it, it's a one-day class. Oh, okay. But in that one day, they take you from everything from when they mash the grains to when they bottle it and everything when the the art of tasting what the sensory kit they give you a sensory kit that has all these smells like oh do you know what you're smelling now like here you go when you would get something which i wish that i brought i had the foresight of doing but it would be oh okay well i had i've had this whiskey before but i i know this is definitely caramel this is definitely vanilla and that would be but there's this one note that i really don't quite understand and it's like okay well have have the sensory kit and then you can pick out Mm. what you're getting so that was really cool. Yeah, I went down with my uh, with my dad, and we had a nice little boys trip. And I nice. yeah, went, to, went cool. to Kentucky for a couple and, of days. And there's a lot of prereqs like into going into that. So it's a one day course, but like you have to pass the level one certification. You have to kind of, I mean, the level one certification is it's extensive in the fact that like you actually have to write an essay, uh, like to to actually get your certification. You have to write an essay and yeah, and you, create there, a there's, tasting. There's a it's, test. There's a there's yeah. a multiple choice test that you got to take. Yeah, and they're then, not they're not screwing around. Like they're that's a legit society. And it's, then they make you all right. So. To the essay portion is basically okay you need to write us 
why you're going to pick these three whiskeys for a flight. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what about them? Give us break it down for us. Like what what would you say is like you know their greatest qualities and like you know just. Mm-hmm. How we would look at whiskey reviews, basically. Basically, what we're about to do. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So review these three whiskeys. Why are they all similar? Why are they all different? Yeah, specifically bourbons. This is a bourbon stewardship that we're yeah. looking into because sommelier is basically steward in French. Correct. You're 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 the more French person of the two yeah. of us. Yeah. <laughs> so, the term was created for wine, but yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but that's that. So the bourbon stewardship is basically okay. Here's the three bottles that you want us. You know, whatever three bottles that you've had before, write it out. Send us why you're why you pair them up, and then we'll we'll grade you on that. It's fifty percent. The test is fifty percent on the written and fifty percent on the written. Mm-hmm. On the, sorry, multiple choice. On the multiple choice, <laughs> and then fifty percent on the written. That's 100%. Yeah, hundred percent written. <laughs> All you have to do is write this essay. So I have one cool. more question, and then unless you have anything, we can no, jump yeah, into no, this. Yeah, no, no, if for the people at home who are listening, what would you want them? To know about Brandon Barrel, like what's your like mission? Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. What's the point? What's yeah, yeah, exactly. What's the point? So, Dude's yeah, take it away. Yeah, exactly. So we, like I said, we market ourselves as Brandon Barrel, a whiskey marketing consulting company. Um, what the hell does that mean? Um, to be honest with you, it does. It means a lot. That's why I chose that term. So we do everything from uh, we work with restaurants, distilleries, and private parties. Now, currently, private parties make up the bulk of our business, and so what we do with that is we offer different levels of, of classes. Now. You know, some of the classes we offer, just off the, you know, off the top of my head, we do intro to whiskey, we do intro to specific types of whiskey, so intro to scotch, intro to bourbon. We also have classes for the more maybe intermediate um, level whiskey drinkers, and then we have classes for the advanced drinkers. Um, all that is the, the whole point of everything we do with that is is to educate the consumer. Like you said before, you walk into a store sometimes and you're looking at this wall of whiskey. You're like, okay, I get that all this is whiskey because there's a sign right there that says whiskey. And one looks fancier. Than yeah, exactly. Well, this is a cool bottle, but like, what is that? Like, what is a single malt scotch? Like, what's that mean? Everybody knows that term. Nobody knows what it means. And you know, or like, what is a what's a cash strength bourbon? I saw that. You know, I saw one, and I don't know what that means. Um, and so we're here to educate the consumer. We're here to make it so that um, you, when you go into any situation, whether you're at a bar, a restaurant, a liquor store, wherever you purchase your whiskey, you're going to be educated. And we also want people to to understand what they like. I mean, let's just these things are made to be enjoyed. When with beer, I found personally that when I learned more about beer, I was able to enjoy it more. I was able to enjoy the craft. I met you know the, the actual artistry behind it. Um, and then also you know when it came down to tasting it. So that's what we do with whiskey. We want people to be educated. We want people to be able to taste whiskey. And then some people, they have a, um, like what we're finding actually just from doing the classes uh, that I find interesting, which is part, which is a huge part of our mission is whiskey means a lot to a lot of people. Um, I think more than either of us really thought. A lot of times we'll go in and we'll, someone will be like, hey, I want to do a whiskey class because my dad, he drank Johnny Walker Black his entire life, and me and my dad have so many memories tied to Johnny Walker Black or whatever, you know, that's just an sure. example. Um, and we want to be able to teach them, that, but they don't know, they've been, their dad may have been drinking it for years and don't, he doesn't know what it is. And so maybe, you know, they want to know more about what it is. They want to become more educated in what they're drinking, and they want to know what else they might like. They like Johnny Walker Black, but they've been kind of hesitant about, well, do I want to spend $100 on this? I know it's a scotch, Johnny Walker's a scotch, do I want to buy another bottle of scotch? It doesn't taste like Johnny Walker, like what, so. So we build classes around that, um, just basically like educating the consumer on what they can be getting into. We want people to be able to spend their money wisely. We want people to and want people to be able to enjoy what they're doing. Yeah, one of our mantras is you don't gotta buy expensive to buy good. You really, yeah. It's true in a lot of things. It's very yeah. true, and that's another thing. We're very. Um, it, there's a lot of people in the whiskey community that are like this now. That like we're like huge amounts of like anti snobbery. That's one thing we we preach nonstop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
pounds. Yeah, no, if, if you... Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. yeah, if if I'm going to buy a bottle that's $100, $200 for somebody and, you know, they could hate it, right. you know, I'd, I'd rather buy something that they're going to enjoy. I don't care if it's going to be, you know, a budget that's like, you know, if, if they really like a $30 bottle of whiskey. Good for them. Yeah, why not? I, I make right. it clear on this Good podcast all the time. Yeah, lucky, even the, lucky them, right? <laughs> even though we review like a bunch of craft beers that not people haven't even heard of, especially like several beers down on the list for some yeah, breweries. Yeah. My favorite beer of all time is still Blue Moon. Yeah. It yeah. I, I can have all the pompous ass beer I want <laughs> but, but I, it's still just blue. for me the number one is still Blue Moon yeah. you know a major beer that people yeah. can find anywhere and that's like with breweries that's 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 how I am with Dogfish Head Brewery and I've brought them up like 18,000 times mainly because I'm looking at one of the whiskeys they made and we're looking but, at all that pile of money that's in the corner <laughs> yeah, from Dogfish Head <laughs> Sam Calagione is in my wallet right now uh, but uh, no that's that's how I am it's you know they're there what some you know people this is not my original term but like some people have deemed like the macro of micros they have such a huge scale you know now partnering with boston beer company but i still like i mean i'll drink a 90 minute any day you know yeah because really yeah because yeah but awesome well thank you so yeah. I, don't, I don't i don't know where to go from here but we'll just start doing the tasting stuff uh yeah i mean as far as questions i i've been kind of quiet obviously but um well if you have any no i, I don't and um just to kind of see this all sort right. of come to f- <laughs> just see it all kind of take shape uh it's been really awesome yeah. and you know sean um yeah, i've learned more just about the, your beer side and how all that's come to be and just with the beer podcast it's been really cool so um i feel like whiskey especially craft whiskey and mm. craft beer have sort of started to merge a little bit absolutely especially with the first one that we're gonna have and then now you were seeing connecticut and other states start to be in that like craft yeah, yeah. Uh, portion where it's not so much macro, it's not Jack, it's not Jameson right, anymore. Right. So people are more conscious, not just with beer, but really of everything that they're drinking. So, that's huge. Yeah. Eating that. too, like all the like the restaurants, like the farm table restaurants yeah, that are popping up, it's crazy. Yeah. Like that's like our generation's thing. Like people yeah. want to know what they're buying. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. So sure. especially if it can be super expensive. Exactly, exactly. All so right. all right, so Jeff and I, we are whiskey novices to say the least. Oh, that is giving me way too much. <laughs> <laughs> We're just whiskey uh, knowers. We know that whiskey, know that whiskey is a thing. Is yes. Yeah. 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 So obviously, you know, don't share you know the full Monty, if you will, <laughs> of of what you guys do. Um, but I know I spoke with Corey a couple months ago, just in in the initial talks of this, and the way that he had me try it, mm-hmm. not to be like it changed my life, but like <laughs> it, it really does change it. Your life. <laughs> <laughs> it really does change like how you drink whiskey and how you appreciate it. And yeah. of course, like I totally forgot it when I was drinking all the other ones, and yeah. it could have helped. But it did, like it, it definitely does help. And I'm yeah. someone like I make the face, like I react to like bitter stuff. Like I don't have. Oh, I was just. Doing I don't it have. I don't have a game face. So. He was able to make it, so I honestly didn't have that. And um, so I, I'm gonna have the floor be yours now. Um, we're gonna first start off with a Dogfish Head uh, whiskey. Uh, take add a little bit more to the pile of money. Uh, so yeah, so take it away, uh, uh, Sean and Corey. So um, we're gonna do th- just so everyone audience notes. Uh, we're gonna be doing three different types of scotch, or one type of scotch, and another kind of. Bourbon and then a, uh, a a whiskey and the whiskey is first. So this is from Dogfish Head. I will let the experts now take it over. All right, cool. Well, Corey's pour and I'll give you guys the rundown. Um, so yeah, this this first whiskey we're having. Um, and actually, before we get into this, I just want to um, break down some maybe some terminology so we like just so we talk about everything correctly. Just my yes, I definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was gonna say. Remember that essay we were talking about? Right, right. 
Um, so just a quick little like uh, you know just just so we know what the heck we're talking about right this is one of the first things we talk about in almost any class we do especially all the intro classes we do um, so whiskey right like that's a term that is kind of synonymous with I know a lot of your drinkers are familiar with um, your drinkers your listeners who are also probably drinkers uh, they uh, they're, they're familiar with beer so whiskey you can think whiskey and beer that's like the same level of, of, of category. So when we break that down even further, uh, I was talking to Tyler earlier and I was explaining, you know, when we, you guys know, when you break down beer, you break it down by the type of, uh, basically the type of yeast you're using, right? Like, so we got ales, we got lagers. So that's, that's where it breaks down. Whiskey, they don't use yeast. Um, we use something else, like we use, um, there's other qualifiers, I'll just put it that way, just to keep it simple. Um, so when you don't have a qualifier, such as like scotch and bourbon, and we can go into what those are later, but, um, we you can always revert back to this is a whiskey so <clears throat> dogfish head um i was doing a little bit of research on this um <clears throat> and so this is excuse me this is their dogfish uh, head alternate takes volume one whiskey finished in rum casks <clears throat> sorry so what, basically what that means is um it's, it's 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 a whiskey so it's a fermented uh you know obviously it's a fermented distilled Cereal. grain spirit that's it that's what we're talking about it's a whiskey asian a barrel um which that part of the definition gets a little weird when we're talking about moonshine and stuff but we'll you know we'll, for that for the sake of this conversation <clears throat> we've got um the agent of barrel part so I, again i was doing research on this um i believe this is uh i just want to make sure that i'm not uh missing anything here but we're we, we got a, um i believe we're dealing with a lot of barley here however in the research i've done I, I can't find exactly the grain bill on this and the mash bill on this and that's fine the important thing to know that about happens it, a lot yeah that happens a lot obviously because they don't want people reproducing yeah. just like with beer um but one thing important to note about this is that it is finished in rum casks. So what that means is we they're gonna age the they're gonna age the whiskey for however long you know they age it, and then at the end of its life they're gonna put it in barrels that um, at the end of its life the end of its aging life I should say um, they're gonna put it in barrels that once held rum. And so what that's gonna do is a lot of those rum flavors have soaked into the wood, and the whiskey is gonna extract some of that rum flavor out. So if you guys I'm not super familiar with a bunch of different rums I've had my fair share but not you know anything crazy. So I know, exactly. Yeah. So I know like the very, very basics when it comes to rum. Yeah. So Corey, you want to walk them through the uh, the, the actual tasting process? Of course. And All right, before you, just quick, sorry. Before you do that, I just want to point out to the listeners that we are drinking out of um, these glasses. They're called Glen Cairn glasses. Um, very fancy. Yeah. This is important. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this is important just because um, they're more or less the industry standard at this point. Um, it's an awesome tulip-shaped glass. Um, you can find them on Amazon. You can find them on their website. Uh, we're not. We don't take any money from them. You know, just like uh, these guys don't take any money from the breweries. Right, 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 we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't have a pile of money from Glen Cairn. Yeah, no. But if Glen Cairn, if Glen Cairn wants to send us a pile of money, if you're listening, uh, or a I, pile of glasses. I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes, like money. yeah. So uh, yeah, Glen, Glen Cairn, G L E N C A I R N. It's a Scottish word. It's an awesome, awesome glass. Um, it just, it really helps it's with uh, with nosing your whiskey, tasting your whiskey. It's gonna be different. It's gonna change your experience completely than if you had it in like the standard, you know, rocks glass or whatever. Yeah, you'll actually read it when you look through. Yeah, the yeah exactly. It's kind of. I mean, it did. I mean, just off off mic before, in between the live and right yeah. now, um, Sean, you were just saying just. Just try smelling it with your mouth open. Yes. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that just changed it from like stabbing me in the nose with a sharp scent to letting it just come right through. Exactly. And be a little bit more enjoyable. That in itself was like, yeah. Tyler, it was life changing. <laughs> so that's actually at Brennan Barrel, uh, we're known for changing lives. That's I want to make that very clear. We are known for. We change your drinking lives. <laughs> change your life. Typically not for the better, but in this case. <laughs> All, All right, Corey. So take it away. All right, gents. This is what I get paid for, right? All right, so. First part that we always do, we go in for the nose. 
And that always involves, like we were talking about before, you know, mouth open, just go in. Don't drink it through your nose. You, you really want to, you don't want to just shove your nose right in the glass because that's, that. you're going to be, you're not going to be greeted warmly. Let's just say you're going to, you're going to get a lot of burning, but like, just get it in right till you start smelling stuff. Basically. Yep. It's like, you'll know you're too far when it starts burning. That's really the easiest yeah. way to figure it out. All right, boys. So what are we getting out of that? I and you could use first off it yeah. smells like whiskey how first am I doing so far that's actually Great. exactly where Corey was when he first started when I so that's, that's fine that's that's perfect so we all gotta start somewhere it all smells right. like sweet yes okay it's cause it's rum and rum's like a sweeter rum's like yeah, liquor sure. so yeah. I definitely smell it's not as like sharp and it's not like quote unquote smoky but like right away compared to other whiskeys I've just had today mm-hmm. like this is on the sweeter side yes. of things 100%. That's 100%. And now, just, I want to clarify, I know this is like the most stereotypical thing to say, but there are actually no wrong answers. Like, there's, what you get out of a whiskey can be worlds away from what somebody else gets out of a whiskey. Challenge it's, accepted. It's, 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 no, you I smell beer. Oreos and bad memories. Of, <laughs> you're wrong, get out of my class. Tootsie <laughs> Rolls, too. Like, Jesus Christ. No. No. Uh, so, whatever you get is what you get. I I can't look at you and say wrong because right, it's yeah. just that's not what this whole thing is about. That mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like almost like caramel. I, I get like a really do you get like a syrupy note? I do get a I get like a molasses kind yeah, of um, yeah. yeah. So that's you know and as the the only reason I can like you know don't forget Corey and I have practiced this it's just quote unquote practice that's how we discuss our, our drinking habits. It's uh, <laughs> all so for practice. purposes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Daily. Yeah. So we business yeah. purposes. So like you know we've it's it's one of those things where you guys have had plenty of beer so your brain has something to compare that beer you're drinking against to. Exactly. If you haven't had much whiskey, you know, that's just, how, that's just how it works. You know, that's, that's how flavor works is like your brain's going to be comparing it against other things you've drank that are similar. Hence why once you, um, a lot of people when they first start drinking whiskey get a lot of that alcohol burn and then your brain kind of learns like, okay, all these whiskeys have that, like, we're going to tune that out for lack of a better term. Well, right. that's, that, that's very much for everyone's experience with beer. Yes. You, you, yeah. You're like, you're, you're 16 or 21 <laughs> when you have yeah. your first beer and you're like, this is disgusting. Why well, is this everyone has them when they're 21 because that's illegal age. Yeah. Right, 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 right. We right, right, are right. law-abiding I, I, I mean, I remember, my first, I remember my first beer, which was a Keystone, and that's disgusting. And it still is. But yeah. I was like, why is anyone drinking this? And my brother looked at me and says, it's okay. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's the same. Like I, 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 even though I said I enjoyed that Evan Williams moment yeah. in Philadelphia, it, it wasn't the best right, tasting. Right. But yeah. I'm sure as we keep going, it's gonna be. All right, and I've noticed too. Sorry, not to no, cut you off, but we've all stopped smelling these. Yeah. Smell them again. Has anything changed? When air hits the whiskey after it's been sitting for a while, yeah. it's gonna start developing some more characteristics. Yeah. Not as sharp anymore. Right, yeah, you know. Yeah. Same thing I goes with. Try to smell it with my mouth closed. Just to same yeah. thing goes with adding water to it, which exactly. I don't know if you guys want to do that at some point, but well, we can. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah. Maybe a little but, bit. Yeah. But for what? But for right now, whiskey changes over time. What you have for your first sip is not going to be the same thing that you have for your last sip, and that's what I've learned in this whole entire process. Because as you're drinking it. You're coating your mouth. It's hitting your throat. Your throat, the, the vapors from your throat are going back up to your nose. So alcohol is evaporating. Through. Yeah, yeah. Right. So alcohol is evaporating. There's more air going into the glass at that point. The more, the longer it sits out, it might be. You know, you might want to mix it with something. It's gonna take on the character of something else. Like you know, we're big into. Well, at least I'm starting to get into blending, as my next part, where I will take my three favorite whiskeys and I blend them together to see how it's gonna turn out. And yeah, it, it, it's gonna. They're gonna take on different roles, and mm-hmm. you'll see. Like the first one that you have. Versus your last one yeah. isn't going to be the same. So now we've been sitting here talking, 
Um, we should probably take a sip. And oh then, yeah, no, let's definitely go on for the. Well, sip. no, just, I mean, like actually, because that's. So I saw you swirling it. Is that a thing? Do, yeah. Okay. So, so it's definitely a thing not to do. Um, <laughs> here's especially okay. So when you're starting swirling whiskey, it's okay. It's everybody does it. Um, every it's, it seems to be a habit. Like it's just of people. I will literally do it out of the ha bad habits I developed when I was younger. Um, so when you see people drinking wine, they're swirling around, and what that's doing is that's evaporating a lot of that you know that alcohol up. And wine is going to be what, like fifteen to twenty percent yeah. beverage. Yeah, so that's okay when you have fifteen to twenty percent alcohol shooting in your face. With this, we are working with a minimum of forty percent alcohol. Right. So that's shooting in your face. What you're doing is you're doing that, and it's evaporating all the alcohol. And so if you immediately put your face in, you're just going to get a face full of alcohol. Uh, oh great! Now, don't get me wrong. Once you get a little bit, that, that first of all, it'll it'll go, it'll evaporate out pretty quickly. It's not like you swirl it and then for the next five minutes it stays yeah, there. Sure. It'll evaporate. Pretty quickly. All right, so how do you? How, all right, how do you drink? I it? have a bad nose. The reason why I do it is it looks fine to me. I, <laughs> no, I I I need to have it to shoot up there. Yeah. I, I maybe because how many whiskeys I've been smelling. Well, and as you and I feel like as you drink more whiskey, you'll you'll learn that like okay i do like to swirl it or i don't like to swirl it. that that it becomes personal preference but i always recommend to beginners don't swirl it because then you're gonna get a face full alcohol yeah, I don't, I don't, it's just yeah. not fun i kind of need to do it that's the only reason why i'm sorry anyway. sorry i didn't mean to put you down the wrong path no i, I don't have, know i have I bad know. habits yeah it's cool but anyway with the sipping so next step is obviously going to be to sip it um Corey has a way he likes to do it i have a way i like to do it i'll let Corey explain his way okay. all right who's the better though who's the better way Fight it out. Okay, cool. I'm just kidding. Death Don't do that. Right? <laughs> Death match. We'll move the couch. We'll fight on the pile of money. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be one. It'll just be brand or barrel. At the end of it, it'll be brand or barrel. Five hours have gone by. I've been sitting here drinking for five. No, I'm kidding. So yeah. So now going for the taste. I always say whenever you, because I've had friends that I give them the glass that only has about like, I would say an ounce of whiskey in it. They just shoot it back. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, don't do that. No, I, I'm ready to sip. Yeah, so sip like you would, I would say, like, just your first, like, sip of something that's, like, hot. Yeah, I would say, like, a cup of coffee. All right, I'm going to say it right off the bat. I like that better than the first thing you gave me. Nice. Whatever I was drinking while we were talking before, yeah. and I finished it, and then you poured me this dogfish head, I like this more than that. I actually also poured out a beer barrel. Um, oh, the New, New Holland. Holland. Yeah, New Holland. We brought, we brought a bunch of, uh, or we brought two, uh, <laughs> two uh, whiskeys made by breweries to kind of bridge the gap, yeah, yeah. if you will. Interesting. Yeah, I actually like that too, and I still yeah. get a little bit of the sweet, yeah. And you this tastes a lot different because of the rum. No, okay. Um, because of the rum cast, I feel like it is a little yes. bit like smoother on the end. It's not. You still get the alcohol like aftertaste, but yeah, it's not bad. It's no, not, I'm glad now, when some people go for the tasting part of it, or, or so the smelling part of it, yeah. like when we start start doing this, he would tell me like a whole list of what he smells. This is this, 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 and this. Versus, I would smell something and I would get. Oh, this smells like my grandmother's house. <laughs> or this smell, or this smell reminds me of that time when I was a kid and I would, and I got hit in the face by a bunch of tootsie rolls. Like you know, what I mean? yeah. mm. memories. The smell is tied to memory. So sometimes yeah. a logical brain will sort of think out to, oh, this is what I'm getting at, so I could break it down. Other parts, like my brain, go to, oh, this is the memory that it's associated with. Okay, so, so I have a question, and I want to know if it's normal, yeah. so I'm not weird. <laughs> so I just when I'm my sip, I. I'm going to describe it. It's going to be a little poetic, Ty. Hold on to your shorts. Please, do it. It felt like a warm blanket in the back of my tongue. Like yes. It, it just okay. like like if you draped a blanket over something from the top and it just slowly... How you're doing that right now is like... Some people do that more than others. I'm one of those people. Uh, when I describe whiskey, I 
talk experience a lot, and that's just how I that's just how I like to describe it. Yeah. But that whole warm blanket thing, I know exactly exactly what you're talking about. Right, exactly. And so yeah, so you know what's happening with that is you're you're the alcohol obviously as we know like alcohol it's like that, that sharp hot flavors you know um, that some people in I'd like to say lesser quality for lack of a better term you know it, people call it a burn in this it's kind of more like of a blanket coats yeah, the back of the throat it's yeah, yeah it warms you up a little bit and that's right. that's what whiskey that's what whiskey the I mean last we, one burn yes this yeah okay fair enough I mean you're talking about something that's 40 what 2% alcohol 45% alcohol is that high so so the minimum legal requirement in the United States and most whiskey producing countries is 40% mm -hmm. uh, as I was telling these guys and I forgot to fact check myself between when I said I was going to fact check myself uh, <laughs> but I believe uh, Australia I think is the only country where I believe it's 37 but you guys fact check me on that could be completely wrong um, so yeah 40% is going to be the minimum um, most whiskeys that you've had are probably between like 40 and 45 um, unless you've had cash strength whiskeys which um, we, if you want to know more about that take our class yeah, or, absolutely. Or, sure, absolutely. Or just so uh, we're yeah. <laughs> we're gonna start moving on to the second whiskey yes. only because we are in a time crunch. Right, I don't mean yeah. to cut you guys off, but this is awesome. Yeah. My last note is that it does feel like velvety. It does feel like something is like when you have something sweet, you have that kind of like layer that like kind of coats yes. your mouth. Sure. I feel that a little bit more so than I did the New Holland one that cool. we had. That felt smokier and it was a little bit more like short term, whereas yeah. this is like a long term. And I do want to say, Dogfish Head is a brewery that got into distilling, and sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes that doesn't work out so well. I have to say, I've had the total opposite reaction with Dogfish Head. Like their spirits have been awesome. Like I like they nail it with beer. They're nailing it with spirits. You know, sure. it's 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 really cool. But should I get like should I drink water? Yeah, I would recommend it. Yeah, it just cleanses the palate a little bit. Yeah. Get a little. Yeah. So yeah, no, well, people like to think of oh, we're just gonna pay you to get us really drunk. It's like no, 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 no. no. We, you can do that too if you want. But uh. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was thinking for my palate. Yeah, yeah, no. For Not sure. just that. We we. When you get drunk, you lose. You get it all gets it's lost. It's true. In the yeah, sauce. no, it's it's one of the like yeah curses. <laughs> so people like you know people who don't know what I'm talking about when I first tell them, oh yeah, I have a whiskey company. They're like, oh so, you know they they expect the whole process. Oh okay, you're gonna drink a lot. Yeah, but no, it's, no, 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 it's not. It really is more about you know you're drinking you're drinking a lot of water with us. Yeah, sorry, yeah, water. I'm, I'm we sorry to break anyone's bubble here. Sure. But. I know we're in a time crunch, but just quickly, like I think it's important to say that we do. Yeah, every class we do. Um, everybody's required to have a way to get to where they're going. Um, you can't leave our class. You can't drive home from our class. It's just not gonna happen. Um, we just, we just, we just don't fly that way. Like, sorry if that turns you off from doing our class, but that's just how we have. Bring to a driver. Yeah, bring, bring a, a guy who's just gonna hang out. Uber costs like ten. Like, you know, depending on where you're going, but like, it's real easy. Um, everybody, you know, we encourage drinking like super responsibly. We, we don't. Everybody in the class, no matter who you are, get your ID checked before we start serving any alcohol. Um, empty. I like it. That's very true. So, All right. So what's the next one? So the next one actually we brought because we know you guys do a lot of Connecticut uh, local craft beers. And so we wanted to celebrate a Connecticut local craft distillery. Um, one that a lot of people in Connecticut are familiar with that's just producing amazing, amazing spirits. Um, Litchfield Distilling. So this is uh, their, this is, I just want to make sure I got it right. This is their, yep, their straight bourbon. Um, so I know their, uh, their mash bill includes corn, rye, and barley. Um, I'm not 100% sure on those ratios, but I believe if you take the tour, they actually will tell you those ratios. Um, we've taken the tour. We've taken the tour, I just forgot, um, <laughs> if I'm being honest. So um, now Litchfield, in my opinion, doesn't taste like an, uh, a traditional bourbon. Um, so if you wanna go ahead and smell it, um, I get a lot of like, I get some of the traditional bourbon, um, a slight vanilla, little cherry notes, but I get more citrusy notes up front, which is, so fun when it comes to a bourbon like and i know that sounds like ridiculous and i'm saying like an orange is fun but like uh you know it's i get a little of those citrusy nuts which is 
harder to find in most bourbons is Coriol Tite. Well, when I was a kid, I had fun throwing oranges at people. So yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you smell? Uh, I mean, it's a little bit on like the f- like flatter. I don't really like smell too too much. Maybe a little bit citrusy, but it's a yeah. little on the weaker like side, not like strength wise. But yeah, there's not a there's not it's not uh, on the nose. It's not a super like there's not a crazy amount of stuff coming at you. But I feel like what is coming at me is a lot of the. You know, I get a lot of the corn sweetness. I get a lot of the. It's it's a really. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Very well no, it's it's really. I, I really like it. I think it's 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 very. It's honestly very unique. I know you guys haven't maybe had as many bourbons as Corey and I. I mean, nobody's had as many bourbons as Corey, but uh, uh, it's it's very unique, and I I but I think it's very good. And so when you sip it. Um, yeah. No, that's that's awesome. It's it's a very crisp, refreshing, in my opinion, yeah. bourbon. Um, wow. A lot of people when they drink bourbon, they're expecting the big cherry, the big vanilla flavors, the big wood notes. Some wood notes there, like I said, a slight cherry, a little bit of vanilla, and then I get a lot of citrus, and I think it's awesome. I think Litchfield's doing amazing things. I, I'm a huge supporter of, of their company. I yeah. definitely support, not just because they're local, but because they're a local company, making awesome, awesome whiskey. So this is their bourbon, like I said. So the qualifier on this, it is a bourbon. Um, so that means that it's at least 51% corn. Um, it's gonna be made in the United States, which obviously this is made right here in Connecticut. Yeah. It's gonna be aged in new American oak barrels. There's a couple other things, but those are the important ones. That is good. I mean, that is like on the smoother side. Yeah. I would say it's, I have a w- more wood forward. Yeah. And it's, sure. I feel like it's not as complex as the dogfish head. Of course, cause you're just getting a, one, you're getting a bourbon. Right. Yeah. So the whole bourbon aspect is like the newer oak. It's not finished in anything right now. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have a pretty baseline product, mm-hmm. and not not to say that in a bad way, but no, when definitely. it comes to and definitely not with all bourbons. That's not true exactly. With all bourbons, it's like... not a true with all bourbons. Exactly, you got one that's aged at sea, which is my favorite one. <laughs> so when you have something that's finished in rum cask, and not only that, we don't even know the mash. Right. Oh, that's some good ASMR. No, that, that was good ASMR. <laughs> we have a segment in our in our yeah. podcast oh! where we do the ASMR. Whiskey ASMR. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no. <laughs> so I think just a like kind of taking a second and sipping it and kind of like I said before you know off the mic two months ago slowing it down and having it in smaller quantities and having different ones back to back like that like you really get to like notice what's different between the two and like what makes you guys like both of them and what you can kind of pull out so I, I can see it's over time getting used to really getting notes and flavors and all that just like you do with beer and i'm seeing a lot of that really starting just in these two right here so yeah yeah yeah. these are two very different whiskeys one of the reasons we picked uh you know these two not just because one's gonna get one's beer that had to do with it but they are different whiskeys so this last one is called uh it's lagavulin 16. it's a scotch it's from the isla region of scotland um yeah the reason we chose this one um so uh, uh, this is Lagavulin 16. It's a very, very popular Isla Scotch. It's one of the reasons we brought it because a lot of people know this whiskey. Um, yeah. And as Corey said, with the Parks and Rec reference, uh, everybody knows the, the Ron Swanson. If you watch that show, you're familiar with that show at all. Lagavulin 16 is Ron Swanson's whiskey of choice. Yeah. Um, so that's why we brought it. A lot of people okay, are familiar cool. with it. So, and uh, I'm a huge, I mean, I'm a huge Lagavulin fan. Um, we were discussing this before the show, but uh, when it comes to like, you know, favorite style of whiskey i'm i'm a scotch guy and i'm an isla scotch guy I like the deep darkies dark darky dark smoky scotches um lagavulin depends on who you ask if you ask me i usually say this is a medium peated medium to medium to moving into the heavy 
peated uh, whiskeys. To a lot of people, this is an extremely heavily peated whiskey. And that peat, I, yeah, peat yeah. is forward. Yeah, this For is those peat. that don't know, peat is a. Um, if you guys can see Jeff's face right now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I, I've never smelled anything yeah, like that before. Whoa. So what peat is is um, peat it's is a is a naturally occurring moss in uh, found in Scotland. I'm sure, it's found in other parts of the world, but I know it's found in Scotland. Um, and they use that to they. In that part of Scotland, there's not a lot of native trees, so they use that to burn to smoke the malt in the, or excuse me, smoke the barley in the malting process. So to get it out of the malting process. So what you're getting is a lot of those deep smoky notes, and it's, yes. it's you know when you think moss, like think of bog, like everything, everything that you're gonna associate with like a. It's Scotland, an island in Scotland, bog, moss. Like that's that's what, <laughs> that's what that is. That's that island. Island. It's literally that lit on fire, like put into yeah. a whiskey. So this is um, so Lagavulin. It's it's. Up front, it's not pleasant. No, it goes right to the oh nose. Oh my god! Ooh. It goes. It shot up right to my nose. Around. This is. Uh, but it's interesting. Yeah. We have a, we have a thing with some of the beers that we reviewed where it was like weirdest beer, the beer that makes us go, huh? What the hell? And of the three, this yeah. is winning that award. Hence why I brought this. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So would you agree? So this is oh, very. Yeah. It's but it's very. Um, uh, how do you say it? It's very like common in in Isla Scotches. Um, it's it's very. The smoky notes, the everything like that. That's that's a uh, what's that? It's very uh, smoke peatiness is tied to tied to Isla Scotches. That's like that's what they're known for, basically. Yeah. Um, is, so yeah. if it's you a, so trademark. Yes, exactly. But within Scotland, there are six regions that produce Scotch. Mm -hmm. So you got space. So so not not not. Um, we're not bringing in a Scotch. That's just okay. This is all Scotch. Right. Yes. No, there course. are six yeah, regions yeah. of Scotch, and they're all have very distinct flavor profiles. That's what I was saying. This is an Isla Scotch. Um, you can Google you know the six regions of Scotland, or you can come to our come to our class. But yeah. So um, so this isn't as smoky as like a Laphroaig ten or an Ardbeg ten, like I was talking about when we did the Instagram, um, the live thing. But this is, I mean, this is kind of a quintessential Isla Scotch. If you like Lagavulin, try other Isla Scotches. It's awesome. If you don't like Lagavulin, what I say is that you don't like Lagavulin yet. <laughs> there are a lot less smoky whiskeys than this that you can use to build up. And, you know, maybe you don't like it, maybe you do, whatever. But um, I, I say, like, don't, don't drink... In don't, in, don't get intimidated, that's all I'm trying yeah. to say. In don't. defense of Scotch, because I know I'm the bourbon guy of our group, but I do appreciate Scotch... The more you sit with it, it's it's kind of like you, you meet that new guy at work, and he's kind of a dick. Yeah. But the more you hang out with him, he's like, oh, he's actually a pretty cool that dude. Like that's yeah. that's yeah, that's kind of yeah. what this is. The more you sit with uh, an Isla Scotch, and I'd say like well, the like, less abrasive it becomes. Sure. And I would you, you learn to fight past all that smoke and pee yeah. and mm -hmm. horrible. But I, I would say like fight is also stronger because like one, I would say like probably like, what like one in ten, one in fifteen people. Like, like myself, I had a right time for the first time. That was my first introduction to smoky scotch, and it's, it's you know, if you guys can look this, it's more smoky than this. And I loved it. I but the, I'm also the kind of guy who I drink black dark coffee. I like you know intense flavors. Or what stouts got me into beer. Barrel aged stouts got me into beer. Yeah. That's just that's just my flavor. I like Where was your Keystone Light like everyone else? I, yeah, so like, I like getting just. I mean, other than the Tahanke, like I got Not hard. This guy I, wasn't I drinking love, piss water. It wasn't. I like the rest of us. Oh uh, I I love like I. That's just that's just how, that's just how my palate works. You know, that's just how that's what I like. So when I had Lafroy Ten for the first time, I I fell in love. I was like, I whatever this is, I want more of it. Um, so, awesome. but that just goes to everyone's different. Yeah, everyone's that wasn't me. I. Chose I, I, I gotta say, guys, this has been a really really cool experience, especially for me because he has. He, 
I mean, he may not have the most, a lot of experience. He has a lot more experience than I do. So this is like less than a novice sitting over here. Yeah. So this is a really cool experience. We're going to close it out. Yeah. Yes. We're going to say this. It's at the end of this interview, but Tyler and I, we're going to continue. The show will continue in, in a short break. Yes. Because we're going we're gonna to talk about these beers that they brought us. Oh, yeah. Um, but guys, thanks. For, gifts. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, we're we're going to review those beers just like we do. So hang in there in the show. We do appreciate but you it. you guys, thanks for coming. Dude, yeah. these are awesome. Yeah, these are very, very cool. Awesome. And I, I will say too, like this has really like changed again, like how I view bourbon and scotch and it, nothing's yeah, one dimension. Life. It changed my life. It changed my life. Okay. It you changed my life. It did. Um, three very different types of whiskey, yes. scotch, bourbon. Three different types of spectrum, and I was able to like appreciate it a little bit more. And I, I honestly appreciate it. I wanted to, and I really didn't know how to. So now, when I might see Lagavulin, I know Lagavulin, but like with Litchfield or Dogfish Head, like yeah. it's definitely yeah, something yeah, I'm gonna take it. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So um, follow them on Instagram, Facebook, yes. at, at Brandon Barrel um, on all social media platforms. Um, and then uh, Brandon Barrel Whiskey, whiskey spelled with an E because we're American. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, BrandonBarrelWhiskey.com. Um, and uh, can I just give one shout out? I want to just uh, shout out my best friends at Spirit Brewing Company. They're an awesome homebrew group um, out of uh, out of West Haven and actually now out of Wallingford, Connecticut. Uh, awesome guys making awesome beers. They're going to be at all your local festivals. Find them, drink their beer. They're my best friends in the world. So yeah, that you guys have. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, you were telling me about Jitter Brew earlier, uh, which yeah. And actually, on the topic of that, Jitter Bus Coffee. If you're in New Haven, but uh, Don and Sean and Corey, thank you so much. This, Dude, guys, thank you awesome. So much this is awesome, man. So. And we're back. That was fun. It was fun. Uh, I really liked it. I think the weirdest one was Lagavulin. Shout out to Parks. And I don't Rec. remember the names of any of them. Remember the one with the Pete? That I remember that one. Last one. I don't no. remember the names of any of them. Let me yeah, say it that. was near the end. It was like a little like on the quick side because I was going to see Jamie Kennedy. Like an hour after breaking that. news, he's still alive. He is. And he was I funny. I was shocked. I was too. He was funny though. So wow. shout out to him, and uh, yeah, that it was a really good time. So like I said, that was like I think maybe a little less than an hour, whatever this is going to be cut down to, but go check him out, brandonbarrel.com. Like I said in the beginning of this interview, right before that, go to brandonbarrel.com, fill out a contact form in the comments or whatever inquiry you have. Just mention 1056 podcast. You just type in the promo code 1056. There's no like promo code section. Oh. You said like, you know. Oh, just, whatever. 10% yeah, so. off. 10% off your class. It's a really fun time. I learned a lot in that, and it was great. Yes. And they brought us gifts. They did. So another great tra- – we're in a good transition kick. I feel we like are. we're back on our mojo, man. You Here know? we go. We're, we've always been on but it. But I'm ready. I'm ready. So thank you so much to Sean and Corey. And um, Sean brought over some great beers. Um, like we mentioned in the interview, he does come from the beer industry. So um, he brought over some very, very special so beers. What's, so what's first on the list? Tyler, hold on. Wait. Let's let's get comfortable. Let's let's make this intimate. Dude, I'm comfortable as shit. What bro. do we have in I'm your hand? As shit. I have in my hand the Bourbon Barrel Aged Imperial Stout from New England Brewing Company, baby, from December 2015. So this is almost 4 years old. It's bottle conditioned, it's a stout. It's one of only 2600 bottles on planet Earth. Uh how many? 2600. 2600. <laughs> Dude, this is so we can never throw this bottle away. Maybe I'll save it. I, have I think you should. Up there, I can. I can save it. Yeah, put them on one of these shelves. You're not using them. So put next to uh, good old Gary Sanchez. That's right. Shout out. Um, this <laughs> shout is, out to you, Gary, if you're listening. Yeah, shout out. I'm just gonna peel the top off. So this is a uh, like a matte black 
little um, like almost on the top of wine bottles how they have that little plastic. What's the gold say on the top? It's a gold stamp, and it is. It looks like a little. Oh, it's a little grape. A little grape. That's it. I'm, That's cute. Little little bunch of the grapes. So, little red tab. You peel it. It's a little a different ASMR because it's not a. I uh, hope this doesn't sound terrible. It sounds like it would be nails on a chalkboard. Oh, oh no! I'm sorry. Smooth. I hate it. Don't get I, I, I I don't know about this beer yet, but I don't like this opening. All right, let's do a real one. Cool. Do you have your bottle opener? No, but I can grab it. <laughs> so I just go into the fridge. The one on the fridge. Yeah, we have we have a magnetic bottle opener that we keep on our downstairs fridge that holds all the beer. That's for the parties. Just be like, where's the bottle opener? It's on the fridge. Your Faja's calling. And we're back. I got the bottle opener and more breaking news. Breaking. Incoming. We have our finished time for uh, Bagel Boys uh, Stein Holding Competition, and it is four minutes, 20 seconds. 420, baby. Smoking weed every day. Nailed it. Uh, Yeah, 420. My time last year was three minutes and four seconds, dude. I can fucking rip that. Your time last year was three minutes and four seconds? Yeah. That's that was, a lot. That's a huge discrepancy. That was a bad three minutes and four seconds, though. For me, I knew it wasn't my best. I time. know it's not your best, but like that's a big. I'm not listen. I think you can do it. I think I hit. Of four, course, I believe. I you. think two minutes. Uh, two years ago, I hit like four minutes. Like last year, I fucked up because I are um, yeah, I fucked up because literally I I held it and a minute in, my arm started falling asleep, which has never happened before. You're drinking enough water. I I wasn't. Blood yeah. flow wasn't right. I think it was. You that. didn't stretch. I didn't stretch. You didn't, you're stretching like crazy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, might I want you on the ground. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stretch you. I might do yoga, a full hour of yoga before this. Fine, I'm gonna stretch you. Nothing. In, you got to stretch those muscles, not strain them. If yeah. you're doing yoga, I, none of those moves that strain you. No, no, just easy yoga, dude. So shout out to Bagel Boy, four minutes twenty seconds. If you're, man. if you're, if you're, you're gonna listen to this later, but at at two roads, I'm gonna be with Tyler on the grass. I'm gonna be stretching his body. This is gonna be great. I'm gonna get I really intimate that. with him. No, I got the win. I got it. I'm speaking into four twenty. Well, that's assuming that the it's all about your competition. When I was there last year, the winning time was like five minutes. So that's why I'm like, it varies right. on who you're facing. It does, man. Four twenty. Congratulations, Bagel Boy. But let's go back. Let's go back. Let's not get off track. All right, man. So we you opened it up. Well, you open up the wrapper of what are we? What is it? New England uh, what? Bourbon barrel aged Imperial Stout. No, gotcha no. from New England Brewing Company. Why don't you give that a little open? This bottle opener sucks. This is this is embarrassing. I'm so embarrassed. I hate. Yeah. I hate. I hated it. <laughs> Shoot me in the face. All right. Get that. Pour it out. Ooh, it's like a little swirl. Glug glug, motherfucker. Nice. Part two. That one's yours. <laughs> All right. Um, do you want to talk about the label? Yeah, I fucking that smells really good. It does smell. First off, that smells like a stout. That smells like a, bar- a bourbon barrel aged stout. All right, I actually love this. First impression is just doing a quick scan of it. Um, we have the the label. 
What what kind of what kind of paper is this on the for the label? It just feels like a shiny. Like, it's thicker. shiny, shiny thicker label. I like it. Anyways, uh, it, the whole thing it has it's, it's woody. It's got wood. It's it's, it's, it's la- wood design in the wood in the background. background, and they have a car- a cartoon character here. It's a barrel with like a Groucho Marx uh, like funny glasses nose mustache yep. disguise thing on his face, and he's bending over with he has arms and legs, and he's bending over because his back hurts. Bourbon barrel aged, barrel aged oh, imperial yay. stout. Yes, That's yes he one. is, and I love it. I love this little character. He he makes up for most of the label on the side. They have um, bourbon barrel aged imperial stout, in kind of like a western font, and below that the New England um, Brewing Company logo, and uh, and then over to the side they have little signatures of uh, I'm guessing some owners or brewmasters or whoever, and then they have a big label saying one of only. Uh, 2600 bottles but i love this i love this this is really cool it's pretty good. this I like it. this i like the little pun stuff it's simple enough it gets the point across it 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 works um aesthetically all the way around there's nothing that is there's nothing takes up too much space than it, more space than it should we'll right. say that yeah love the label uh That's my, is, there, is there any other text on it Oh, oh, is there government warning according to the Surgeon General women should not be drinking alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects? Consumption of alcoholic beverages may impair the ability to drive or a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems. It's been a while, dude. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. Yeah, you are, dude. You're saving people's lives, man. man. All right, man. So I'm giving this a little whiff. Remember to smell with your mouth open. Oh, right. We learned that. It's bourbon in there. All right. It's thick looking. It is black. This that is a stout. Is it is like, black. Listen, I listen to metal that's not as black as this. This is black. This is a stout. Black. Guess what? Black. Yeah. The stars in the sky, black. My socks, black. Sweatpants, black. Hoodie I had on before, The sun, black. Black hole. Black. Shout out to Soundgarden. Anyway, you get the point. Cheers. Yep, that's a bourbon barrel age imperial stout. And the reason I say I say that very specifically because now that I'm a slightly more educated in uh, drinking Ooh. that of uh, whiskey, <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> do I kind of sound any more pompous? Um, wow. Yeah. This is just well. This is just like it. It tastes. It has that bourbon taste to it. Yeah, it does. And that's great if you want to mix your stout and your bourbon and the beautiful harmony and make a little baby comes out in this bottle this is a, that's a good it, the bottle itself is only 12 ounces so it's a lot smaller what's the alcohol content i didn't see it i, I don't see it either i think it's over 10 easily i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised yeah drive later boy <laughs> dude you're having a half a beer you're right not even there's still more than a quarter of a beer here it's all yours <laughs> all right i can finish it uh, um, it's it's good it's good listen damn there's a lot. Of levels I said in the there. interview, There's I'm not a, a big, levels. I'm not a big whiskey drinker. Um, I, I've done shots of whiskey. That's fine. I, you put it in a Coke. I'm, I'm really basic on that level. You've also had sips of Bullet Bourbon. Shout out to that one Halloween party. Four oh years ago. hell yeah! Was that what was in it? In that flask? Because I didn't no, know. It was a, it was the bottle of Bullet Bourbon. All right, quick story. What? Are we you went to talking a, about? We went to a Halloween party, and for the one rare occasion, I was sober driving Jeff because it was his coworker's party, and at the end of the night. Jeff was the proper amount of wasted because he wasn't driving. And someone came over to him, and they are like, hey, you want this? And it was a bowl of the green bourbon. It was a flask. No, dude. It was a bottle, dude. Oh. I was the sober one. I'm oh. never forget No, this. don't argue with me. I was shit-faced. 
you. I was talking with someone else. I was like five feet away, so I couldn't hear what was going on. Jeff takes the ball, takes a swig, has the really like stink face on, and I just see him go smooth. And it that was, was not. It. I, I remember like, that. I remember. Joking, I remember man. that. <laughs> Amazing. I was trying to look cool in front of my new strange friend. <laughs> so funny. Best party moment in, in the That was a good party. It was a great party, man. Um so yeah. Anyway. But anyways, that my, my I said it, my experience with, with whiskey is is limited and I'm not one to gravitate towards that taste. Mm. So I'm gonna say this. This is not for me. Mm-hmm. But I love and I think that what they did, if you were if you enjoy whiskey and you enjoy imperial stout on occasion, if at the least, get this beer, get this beer, if they have, find yeah. this beer. I don't know if they're gonna. This is a three and a half year, four year old beer, dude. This is good. Oh, they're never gonna make this again. You're right. It may be in different. If versions, you have but... the opportunity to try this beer, do it. It's. I know it sounds funny, and if you want to go on a little oh, adventure, like barrel aged bourbon barrel aged stouts are a thing. But I mean, I'm just saying it sounds funny. Man, okay, so there's a lot with like barrel aged. You see stuff. what I'm doing right now with uh, yeah, my foot? Dude, you're flicking up your flip flop with your toes, man. Good job. Anyways, go on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. This episode's going to be like two hours long. So if you made it this far, thanks for leaving us on while you sleep, okay? <laughs> or by accident. Remember when I said I wanted to be, be quick? It's not quick. We're an hour in right now. All right, we're gonna we're gonna review these beers in in a timely fashion. This one we got to get to it, but we don't have to get to it now. We don't have to. We can, you know what? Don't even tell them what it is. Maybe we'll show up another time. It might show up another time. Perfect. All right. Um, what do you think? All right, I like this a lot. Bourbon age stouts in themselves. Blah, 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 blah. Stouts in themselves have a lot of levels to it. It's very complex. It's not one dimensional like some IPAs. This boom, is good. Boom roasted. Uh, unlike uh, Oktoberfest from Sam Adams. Oh God! Uh, this one, you sm- like from the smell. It smells like bourbon, but it's not too strong. And you sip it, it has like that bourbon, like that little bit of burn that comes from it, and then has the stout that comes along with it. So, New England Brewing Company has their Imperial Stout Trooper. Um, that's very good. They are good at stouts. They make a lot of stouts. This is no different. This is from four years ago almost. So this was really bef- around the time that the boom was taking off in Connecticut. So kind of it was at the very beginning. And, yeah, shit, this is really good. And I can also see why it's only in a 12-ounce bottle. So Yes. Oh, yes. You're not going to get a growler of this? No, it's strong. <laughs> I mean, it's strong, but it's really good. It's Everything on the name of it is what's in the beer and i stress that so many times explain fucking like you said with clown shoes if it's a blender beer and there's fruit in it and it doesn't really taste that much like fruit you failed you you failed as a beer that's it yeah in my opinion you fucked up the wild blueberry i had in boston succeeded nice so so here we are don't fucking call your beer a blender if it doesn't taste a lot like fruit there you go it's gotta be there this one bourbon yes barrel aged oh yeah imperial stout yes Boom, boom, boom. Doesn't even have a fucking clever yeah. name for it. The other so, beer we have does. I'm 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 now going through my review philosophy right now and trying to determine what I'm gonna give this because it succeeded a hundred percent in what it was trying to do, and I think it did it very well. Yes. Is this for me? No. Right? Right. So it's I I was basing a lot of my the beer reviews on enjoyment. Am I enjoying this? Eh. 
only because it's not for me. If right. it's for you, Ty, you're enjoying the shit out of this because this I is am. more your speed. Yeah. So I got to say, I give this a full recommendation to anyone who wants this. Full recommendation. I'm going to I'm gonna finish my glass and I'm going to say thank you and we're going to put this bottle in a special place. Yeah. Um, so I'm contemplating my score right now only because it's not for me. But I think I'm this one, I think I'm going to preface. This, this score I'm going to give, I'm going to give based on its did it succeed in what it was supposed to be doing. And I'm gonna say yes, 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 it did. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go look at my score. What are you doing? In the label too. I'm just looking. I'm oh, okay. It's the same. I'm trying to find it on Untapped, and I, I I was able to find it. So, um, so funny enough, this um this is what I was talking about. The bourbon barrel aged imperial stout trooper. That's the photo. Oh yeah. And Lucas Arts, they didn't used to have the Groucho Marx glasses on, so it's just the stormtrooper. And Disney got on them. Yeah, they sent him a cease and desist, and then they put the Groucho Marx. So this is a version of it from a couple years back. So this is like one of the like the OG ones. Is this the same? Who made that? New England Brewing Company. Oh, it's the same. All the same. So the the Groucho Marx glasses are like a thing for their things. I guess so. Shit now. Yeah. All right. So now it's a little. Well, they just gave it a face. The new logo is a little bit different. It's cool. Um, yeah, this is good. Man, I, I mean, I don't know what else to say. It has like that caramel taste. It's it's mm. heavy. It's very good mouthfeel. Like all those things you want from like a stout. It's barrel aged, so like it, you're getting exactly what you want. And I now that I see the other labels, I've been wanting to try this beer for a very, very, very long time. And it's man, it's eight and a half percent by the way, according to Untapped. Oh, so it could be. Well, I can't find Untapped. Would you type in? Uh, bourbon barrel aged. Imperial, you just typed in the name of Imperial it. Imperial Stout. Yeah. Bourbon barrel aged arrogant bastard by arrogant. No, just uh, type in bourbon barrel aged Imperial Stout New England and it should show up. So while he's doing that, I am going to give my score. Well, did I? Uh, don't do that yet. Just talk more about okay. it. Because I don't want you influencing me. I'm easily influenced, especially by money. All right. So I have not submitted it, but I'm looking at it right now. So. This beer uh, is very, very good. Um, is it as good as the um, Saigon Scooter Selfie? It just might be. Ooh. It might be in a different way. Only because like that was like a coffee stout using like Vietnamese coffee and had like the cinnamon and there's a brown sugar, excuse me, and there's a lot of other levels to it um however wow people love this beer it it's still it was you had to really search and granted that was it was a lot newer for us back then so um you really had still had to search for all the ingredients in the list this let me tell you man i tell you to quote john gruden um this is very good um you can, you can give your score okay it's man i'm speechless and I'm not into like I'm not usually into barrel uh, barrel stuff because it comes off boozy. This has the appropriate amount of approach when you first drink it. A little bit lingers with the aftertaste, and then it goes right away. Yeah, it doesn't sit. You long. know, so which is good because that would that would really impacted how much I do. Exactly, it's not for everyone. The logo is really funny. I'm taking one more sip before I do my review. I mean, you finished it. I guess oh, I'll do yeah. the same. Nice little bite to it. Comes back it's smooth. It comes back smooth. <laughs> the the bitterness goes away, and you get that smooth little finish. The number is putting it in right now. Four, 
point five. Wow. I think my highest rating, yeah. I think I gave Sweet Ride the Mango IPA the same because that was a very good milkshake IPA. Uh, this one for a stout, man, shit. That's all I got to say. I man. gave mine a solid four. Solid four. A solid four is like, go have this beer. It's not for me. The design is great, so you'll, you'll I don't know. That just They did a great job with this beer. They crushed it. If you like, if you like what we're saying, if you like what this is, if you like the style of beer, try to find it. If you have the opportunity, don't turn it down. Enjoy. That's good, you know. And I'm, I'm really glad that um, I was able to get to try this because I've heard about this forever, and I've heard a lot of good things. And I try not to like feed into the hype, but hype is real right now, guys. Yeah. And we got a bottle. We did. Sorry. Well, that was good. I was on Facebook. This episode is juicy, and it's a big one. It is. I hope you enjoyed the interview. <laughs> Once again, follow Brandon Barrow. They're they're on Instagram, at Brandon Barrow. I shouldn't have put that right at the end. They are, but, they are on Instagram. Um, I think they're on all social media. Yes, they are. So, so check them out on Twitter and Facebook as well. Definitely check them out. I am just getting the name right. Yep. B- well, B-R-A-N-D-A-N-D-B-A-R-R-E-L. Check them out. They like to highlight some of we'll the put all the info in the description whiskeys that they do. Corey's certified. Two great dudes. You can definitely go to their website. It's brandonbarrelwhiskey.com. Brandonbarrelwhiskey.com. I said that wrong a hundred times, but here we are. Um, go ahead, hit learn more. Uh, go ahead and then fill out a contact us form on their site. In the message, mention 1056 podcast. You'll get 10% off your first class. I'll have all everything down below in the description. So I've messed up the website a couple times. Hopefully they don't kill me. But you can just Google Brandon Barrow or go on their Instagram. Brandon Barrow. It's there. This is awesome, man. This is over the course of a couple weeks. This whole episode. Um, speaking into existence, you're talking to the winner of the 2019 Oktoberfest sign of holding contest for Sunday. Shout out to Bagel Boy, 420. Keep it lit. Shout out to Beer Men Beer. As always, go check out. out that episode and go check out all their episodes. Shout out to Squishy Bishop just because I like them a lot. Summer is over as of today. I just realized that. Is it the last day of summer? September 21st, shoot man. Me the, shoot me in the face. It's been a great summer. This <sighs> podcast has really done a lot. Speaking of Squishy Bishop, we went there. We did Beer Men Beer. We had some really good beer this summer. Guess what, baby? Now it's fall. It's the heavy beers. It's the stouts. Get ready. I'm so ready. We're into the almost the last quarter of the year. First, the last quarter of the first year of the 1056 podcast. I'm getting ready, man. Oktoberfest tomorrow. We, we got stuff planned, so check yeah, it out. We we're, and we're going to give you a complete breakdown of not just the Stein Only Competition, but everything we experience and all the people we meet at the Two Roads Oktoberfest. Yeah. Why don't you close it out, Ty? All right. I just had a big burp, and that was gross. In the words of a great man, I don't know who, what man, but it was a great man. Raise hell, praise Dale, and praise Dale. Outro. It's showtime. Call me, 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 call me,